0: Just so you don't say anything uh, stupid.
1: Who are we interviewing again today?
0: We have Trish. Like L- that. Uh, Trish Adora <laughs> is joining us tonight on the podcast. I think last time I started it, I uh, was right as Tony was asking,
1: what's this idiot's name?
2: Tony's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so mean.
0: So that's why I have to give like a proper starting the show. Uh, you should do that every week.
1: Yeah, because it's all our fault. Like you know, we're the we're the assholes.
0: <laughs> no, it's not we. It's you. What? We the people.
2: That's right. Uh,
0: nope. Are you queuing it up on the Facebook there? Fuck. Nuts. I'm
1: working on it. Dilly dilly.
0: Kevin, I don't know if you were part of the conference. Kevin, Tony's in vacation mode already. Mm. He spent the day by the pool. He had some barbecue. Look at you! Yeah, living um, the American dream.
2: That's uh, the the T Donk dream.
0: You don't,
1: Doncarinos. You don't
0: want to be in a T Donk dream. I can only imagine what you dream about.
1: Doncarinis, Donkeyskies, you- living the dream, living the fantasy. So
2: live- I, I I feel like I'd rather be at a Tony dream than in like his actual head during like the day. I think they're right. both terrible places to be. No, I'm I agree. Right
1: here. I'm right here. You're talking about me. I'm listening.
2: Yes. So, Matt, I Tony's like everyday thoughts and what he does with his actions probably terrify me more than what his subconscious would be capable of doing, I think, because we've seen like Tony's Google searches like we know, like like he tells us what he does and it's disturbing. It's quite disturbing.
1: I don't understand
2: how, Kevin. I don't know, two words, for chan
1: Well, I guess, yeah, but look, I'm supporting the K-Dizzy today.
2: Oh, I love you, buddy. No one's got your back bigger than me, but I'm just saying, you're a little creepy.
1: Sorry, too bad I'm not Uncle Creepy.
2: That's true.
0: Uncle Creepy is still alive and kicking, but Millionaire Matt is in the house.
2: Ooh, is he? Yeah, you like Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy's broken, and then he has big money, Matt. Your uncle creepy, and then you have millionaire Matt. That's
0: right. Don't steal my gimmick, Matt Hardy. Yeah, Matt <sighs> Hardy's the worst. Wow, the worst. I don't
2: know where that came from. That's is- the that's the Stone Cold IPA talking.
0: What? Is it uh, <gasps> is it? Hollywood Stone Cold Steve Austin? Like the terrible fucking shit I saw on Twitter before?
2: All right, I'm gonna have to. Get some sort of
0: explanation on this. Well, Kevin, you you sent us that tweet earlier. Happy NWO week, right? Very. Exciting. Oh, that's right. Um, there is a promo because Kevin Nash is going to be on Broken Skull Sessions with Steve Austin, where Steve Austin is referring to himself as Hollywood Stone Cold Steve Austin. I can dig it. That's awful.
2: It's kind oh, of. Fun. I mean, didn't he do like his ECW thing? Didn't he do a, a Hogan impression?
0: He did, but it was not. I don't think it was in the, the vein that this one. This is more of like uh we're gonna pay homage. And back then it was this old fuck took my spot and brought in his shitty friends and I got fired through FedEx.
2: Alright, didn't Eric Bischoff say though, know, like you had to send a FedEx? Like that's like by law or something like that. You had to let somebody know in like in uh in FedEx or UPS or something like that. Pretty sure.
0: Uh, regular law or bird law?
2: Mm, bird law.
0: I know, bird law. I know a lot of bird law. Regular law, what? I can't do.
2: Mm. What's bird law?
0: Oh, man. We don't have enough time to talk about bird law.
2: Sorry. So is it like, is it like, oh, so I can't even dive into it. I don't even the want the to law, know. It's I the guess. law of the birds. The birds have their own legal system.
0: Of course they do. How do you think shit gets figured out?
2: Mm, I thought a lot with a lot of tweets
0: Oh like Oh shit (laughs) (laughs) Fucking
1: A Kevin Joseph Garifo murdering already On the Shining Wizards
0: Well, We're gonna murder tonight We have so much to talk about Trish Adora joins us at 8 o'clock to talk Ring of Honor, Women of Honor Championship tournament coming later this fall We got NWA power We got the MLW restart It's Ring of Honor best in the world week It's NWO week We got a list All that and so much more next on episode 540, 540. Goddamn of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Please, let's hope the audio works.
1: The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on rantiumradio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at shiningwizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com Wizards wizardspodcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show.
3: Hey folks, this is Dell the Patriot Wilkes, and you better be listening to the Shining Wizards, because if you're not, I'm climbing to the top turnbuckle and I'm going to blast you with a Patriot missile. So it'd be easier for both of us if you listen to the Shining Wizards. What's up, fuckers? I love the big package. And he's got those smelly boys. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> a fucking loser. Fuck the Shining Wizards.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you are joining us for episode 540 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for joining us live on the Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. Thank you for joining us live on Rant Entertainment Media, rantdmradio.com. Thanks for downloading us wherever you download your podcast from because we are everywhere. We are live. And of course, we are talking about wrestling talk.
0: And talk about wrestling.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I kind of muffed that one up, but I don't give a shit because I'm in a good mood today. Fourth of July weekend is upon us. The weekend may be almost over. You got a lot to celebrate tonight. Episode 540. Kevin, what's going on, man?
2: Not too much. I can't hear what Matt's playing.
1: If he's playing Star fresh. It doesn't matter. People at home are probably Anyway, we got Tricky Dora joining us tonight. We got lots of wrestling talk to do. We got plenty of topics to cover. And I know Kevin's got a top five list. We got another round of Can You Beat That coming up? Oh! oh that's all at the end of the night. Oh, shit. Let's get down to some brass tags. Folks, guys, brothers in arms, how was your week? Not all at
2: once. I can't, I can't hear you guys. I don't know if it's my earbuds or what. Hello?
0: Is this good? the volume turned up on your computer? Yeah. All right.
2: uh, I got you. I mean, I could hear you. It's just You guys just sound low to me. It could be my, could be my earbuds.
0: All right. Uh, I worked all weekend, so there you get, there you have it, friend.
1: Oh, you can't be millionaire mad if you're not making the big bucks. So.
0: No, you cannot. We were making them motherfuckers yesterday, baby.
2: So Fuck people yeah. eat pizza on the 4th of July?
0: People ate a fuckload of pizza yesterday at the patriotic at the, pizza at service. the fireworks at the fireworks and summit. It was fucking busy as balls.
2: You so you how work? would did you make? Like, how would you construct like a USA pizza? Like,
0: no, no, no. You t- don't need to do no gimmick. like tomato
2: mutts. What would be
0: the blue? There is no blue. Look, if you're eating a pizza with blue on it, you you better check yourself. I don't know. It could be some blue on there. No,
2: we don't. That do- doesn't put blue on anything.
1: First of all, pizza is
0: Italian. All right, we're not gonna go fucking dumb patriotic. No one in America's fucking patriotic. You can buy your fucking shirt at Walmart or fucking Target, but you're not fucking patriotic. Stop. Stop, you don't stop and help your brother or sister on the street You don't help other people, you're very selfish You're all about you, people Don't give me this bullshit, fucking America, the beautiful USA dog shit You act I, like you're I, a fucking patriot on the 4th of July Get talking, out of
2: here I'm talking about gimmicking a pizza, that's all You don't all.
0: gimmick a pizza, if it's not broken, don't fix it Why not? Because that's dumb, it's a waste of time Who has time They do for it with that? every other food in the world Well, guess who didn't have to do it yesterday? This guy. Guess who was extremely right. busy yesterday? This guy. And it wouldn't have mattered if we made fucking American flag pizza. Get out of here mm. with your dumb ideas. No, it's a great idea. It's a terrible idea. No. Nah. I'm I just trying to we- think
2: of what you would still use for the blue.
0: You wouldn't I use anything we- for the blue. There's no blue food.
2: Oh, this is blue food. Blue berries.
0: Oh, there you go. They're, those those are not blue. Those are more like a, close to, closer to purple.
1: Purple berries.
2: No, the blue. they're blue.
0: They're not blue.
2: Let's see what else, uh, I guess maybe a uh, maybe a moldy cheese,
0: ooh, blue cheese, it's, blue cheese is not blue,
1: oh, fuck off, it's the mm. fuck that counts, put a moldy little,
0: cheese,
1: yeah, put a little fucking uh blue food coloring in the mozzarella, there you go,
0: I know we're trying to make my life exciting, but I literally just worked all weekend. it's very I b- bet you i bet very you, you boring.
1: If you made red, white, and blue pizzas, you could have charged 20 bucks for them and made double the money.
2: Yeah, that's the American way.
1: Guaranteed, baby. USA! USA!
0: Capitalism, baby.
1: Fuck yeah! Making that money so you could buy more PCO dolls.
0: I haven't bought (laughs) bought anything uh, crazy this week.
1: Nope. All right. Nothing crazy. So what packages arrived this week? What do we need to know Uh, about that you're adding to the collection?
0: I got my Jericho book. No, wait. Did he write that book? So it's all his think, matches.
1: Yeah, I heard it's just statistics. Yeah, and he's all got like little
0: blurbs like his top ten favorite, top ten biggest dog shit matches.
1: Oh, can we read mm. can we have a reading of the book of Jericho today? Or did you not read it yet?
0: I mean, it's sitting over there. I don't oh. wanna I don't wanna get up. I don't know if you wanna
2: actually read to the people. That'd be like making an American pizza.
1: No, but but it'd be like if if, if we if you read it like one of his top tens, we could see how good or how awful it is. Listen, I'm the only
2: one with the list around here.
1: All right,
0: fair enough. So don't try and steal Kevin's gimmick.
2: Yeah, Jericho, T-Donk, yeah, Geradonk. Ass clowns. Uh,
0: so that was my weekend. Kevin, how was your 4th of July weekend?
2: Uneventful. Went to a barbecue yesterday. Um, that was pretty much it. Didn't see the kids or anything like that. But, yeah, totally uneventful. Fun. Watching baseball. And, uh, yeah, that was it.
0: Watching baseball, huh? Oh, wow, it's
2: a Subway Series, man! You gotta watch that.
0: Do you? Do you? Do you have the energy to stomach your terrible baseball team?
2: All right, you're in first place in a terrible, terrible division.
0: First of all, hold on, Kevin, hold on. First of all, I'm a Mets fan, so I know terrible. I live terrible baseball. That's my yeah. fandom. Okay. I'm not
2: upset that they're bad.
0: You should be upset. Your team is. Why bad. should
2: I be upset that a team that has so much success is bad for one year?
0: they haven't won a championship in 12 years. But they're, they they've won 100 games the last two or three. That don't mean nothing if you don't have the trophy at the end of the year, does it?
2: All right. When was the last time you you held it up?
0: 86, my friend. All right. So
2: I'm okay with this. Listen, they're too too big for the bridges. the Yankees. Got no lefties. Got their Starting pitching has been awful. Past Cole. Even Cole hasn't been great.
0: No more spider tack. At least you're not Court Bauer. uh, Trevor Bauer. Court Bauer. Court Bauer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, no.
2: God, God, that jerk.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't say I've ever punched a woman in her vagina or her butthole.
2: Her butt? Like he punched
0: her butt. He punched Who her butt. Who did this? Wait, wait, wait. Who did this? Oh, you got to look Trevor up the, Tre- the Trevor Bauer story. He's a baseball he pitcher. He could have been your Trevor Bauer, by the way. Yeah, but he wasn't. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it.
1: So he punches girls in their nether regions? Oh, there's a hole.
0: Tony, this a rabbit hole. It is, is Trevor. Very-
2: Google Trevor Bauer.
0: Now I've got something to do. This Very week. disturbing stuff. Yeah. So Kevin sounds like... It
2: was all But
0: Sounds wow. like Kevin had an All-American weekend. Tony, uh, you had an All-American Monday. How was the rest of your weekend?
1: Uh, not terrible. Started moving furniture around in the house because uh, we're, have, we're doing a little demo and remodeling. coming Ooh, up the summer.
4: So, fancy.
1: So
2: big ass,
4: big demo?
1: Um, no, just a little killing in the kitchen.
2: That's right. Oh, also, happy belated Canada Day uh, to all yeah. of our neighbors to the north. That's right. Like
1: our stupid little brother.
2: Oh, no. It's no. our smart, intelligent big brother.
1: Oh, stop. Listen to you.
2: I'm going to make a Canadian. Matt, if you had to make a Canadian pizza, what would you put on it?
1: Canadi- oh, Canadian
0: bacon. Oh, Canadian bacon is so gross. Sorry. Canadian bacon is
2: essentially like ham.
0: You didn't ask me. What I would put on it that was good, you just said what would I put on it? Canadian maybe bacon. a little
2: paps blue ribbon. Or no, not paps. No um uh labats.
0: No. You La don't La put Bats. any liquid on a pizza? That's a terrible idea. Ah,
2: oh, no, you you mulch the cheese with the liquid. Gets all s- Ferment gets all mulch
0: soggy. Cheese.
2: You mulch the cheese and a little Labatt's blue. Ugh.
0: Donkey. There you
1: go. Red, white, and blue. Put a
0: little bad blue on the pizza. Uh, T Donkey, get your uh, air conditioning back up and running. You're good tonight.
1: Fuck yeah, dude! It's freezing in Studio A. You guys will find out firsthand next week. I
0: can Very excited Ooh. for this. Do, have you Fuck prepared yeah. the wife and the child for our arrival?
1: Um, they're fine. I'm gonna keep them locked in the attic where it's nice and warm, so they don't have to feel the cold of the refrigeration. Nice. Very and, good. Uh, air conditioning, and we're good to go. Uh, we don't, <laughs> wait, want, to, I'm we don't lock, want to. We don't want to We don't want to keep them locked in
2: the attic. Yes. Where it's nice and warm yes. in yeah. July. Yeah. Yeah, we
0: don't want the troops to find them.
1: Yeah, fuck them.
0: Do you Anne Frank?
1: I'm not Anne Frank. They will be Anne Frank. No, more like Flowers in the Attic. Was that the movie?
0: Flowers for oh, Algernon? Flowers no, that attic.
1: was that was Charlie. With the is that little no more? The, no,
0: that's not no, no more wire hangers, is it?
1: No, that's Mommy Dearest. Oh, okay. Yes.
0: Yeah, Flowers for
2: Algernon was the mouse.
1: Yes, that's a great book, by the way. Great
2: book. Great movie, too, by the way.
1: And you know was cool? They wrote it first person, and it was like when he was dumb and then he was smart, it changed. And then when he started turning dumb again, it changed back to the way it was written originally.
2: Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, great stuff. Great stuff. Matt, are you familiar with Flowers for Algernon?
0: No. Oh, okay. No, no. <laughs> no. It doesn't fall. Not in my wheelhouse. It doesn't fall in my in my wheelhouse.
2: Well, the mouse had a wheel. All right. Sure. But
0: look, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's like uh, sports, wrestling, murder, um, heavy metal. It's really. It's wh- Speaking of sports, that's where I that's where I sharpen my axe. Tampa Ooh. Bay
2: Lightning could clinch the Stanley Cup tonight.
0: oh, I'm clinching my asshole
2: as with a speak. sweep. They could win. They could sweep the Montreal Canadiens tonight, boys. That's a big deal.
1: Yeah, and and you thought Can- Canada was better than us?
2: Well, I mean, Tampa Bay is a really good team.
1: Uh, how about those Canadians?
0: Yeah. they
2: had a great goalie.
0: Had. Bro, what about that other that hockey goalie that died yesterday?
2: Ah, uh, it's so sad. From 24 years old, from Columbus. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not even going to try. It took a mortar. Got hit by a fucking, by, by a fucking firework oh, Right in his chest.
0: Oof. It's a rough city. Fucking
2: good. He only played a handful of games. He may not have been with the team next year. He could have been seeing time in the AHL and the NHL, but... God, I saw that today and my freaking heart sank because I know a lot of people that knew him and were friends with him. So
1: uh, I, I gotta I, ask, was, was this was this at like some sort of like he took the family to go see fireworks that a town was doing? No, no, I
2: think he was just at a party. It was just like a fourth of July party, and the mortar fireworks were a little like off kilt. And listen, I've I've experienced that. When people don't know what they're doing and they put fireworks up and they fall over and they just shoot at you, it's terrifying. Well, at, least, and,
0: at least he stopped that one. Oh, God, Matt. God, yeah. So,
2: Matisse you know, Kivleniec.
1: Yeah, you know me.
2: Uh, so, I've got fucking firework right to the chest after getting out of the hot tub to avoid the fireworks. Should have gone awesome. under. Wait, why would Should've you get under. out of the hot
1: tub? You're in water. What better place would there be than to be in water when a flame is coming at you? Oh,
2: how about if your head's exposed and it could hit you in the freaking face?
1: You go underwater, Why wouldn't dude? you put
2: your head under water?
1: It's a hundred degrees. Putting your head under water
0: No one's telling him to keep his head down there for twenty minutes. Just you know. <laughs> what if it's like a three-minute
2: display of fireworks?
0: I mean, I don't know a lot of people that can hold their breath for three minutes, so Exactly.
1: Three minutes? That's a long How time. How fucking big of a firework was this that it goes
2: off for three minutes? Are you... You do... It could be one of the things that has, like, the whole entire, like, cylinder. Where Look, it's just, like, like the main event. Like, for any fire...
1: Here's a little advice from your Uncle Tony. If you're playing for a major sports team and you're making damn good money, stay the fuck away from stupid people playing with fireworks, please.
2: Please. I mean, we don't know if they were stupid. They could be just experienced... They could have rented a company, for all we well, know.
1: Well, even if... It, but... St- Fucking stay away. Put your helmet on when you're out in a motorcycle and stay the fuck away from fireworks. Please. Oh yeah,
0: wear your helmet on your motorcycle
1: people. Jesus Christ, these idiots.
2: And also yes, don't man. ride a motorcycle in just like a t-shirt.
1: You're given a gift. You have an athletic prowess. You're good at a sport.
2: Tony, he start- was at a party in a hot tub and the fireworks freaking just they fell over. That's happened to me. I was out at White House Station, New Jersey, and the fireworks literally <laughs> tipped over and they were shooting at everyone. We all ran for our lives.
1: It was White House Station in New Jersey on July fourth, that's right, two thousand fourteen. I was a young lad enjoying my time in the hot tub with several other people around my age. It
2: was a sparkler, actually. <laughs> it was- what do you call? What do you call the ones? Like the, they're not even really fireworks. They just burn like a snake. What's it called? A snake. They're probably so. snakes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a snake. Many people refer to me as such, but I am much bigger of a firecracker than
1: said snake. I love how he was like, I was in White House Station.
2: <laughs> I just I remember it. That's how like you remember shit like that, man.
0: Of course you do.
2: The day you almost die, you remember a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. God. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> R.I.P. Mattis. Holy shit.
0: Um You know, I was a little bummed today, gentlemen. I'm not gonna lie to you. I uh Uh-oh.
2: why, dude? This is upsetting. Yeah.
0: Well, you know what? WWE <laughs> Network and Peacock, they need to figure their shit out. Because there is no Lex Luger icons on the fucking Peacock yet. Oh, you you heard about why, right? No, man. I fucking worked all weekend. I came home from work, I took a shower, I did some notes, I watched Ring of Honor, I got myself some Buffalo Wild Wings. I said, I'm going to watch this Lex Luger thing before I did the show. And it wasn't on the fucking Peacock. So then I did myself another disservice. I finished watching Freaks and Geeks. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Freaks and Geeks. God, yeah, wow. a little bit. I enjoyed the show. It just ends. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, all it was dis- only I'll- one
1: season. It was only one season. And they yeah. Handed, right?
0: I'm all disheveled this afternoon.
2: Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Yeah. Let's so apparently man. they pulled the Luger doc. Because they want to give it, they want to air it like after like a pay per view, to give it like a bigger lead in, to to watching it. Wait. So it, 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 like there was nothing going on this weekend, so like it's a holiday weekend. They're not expecting a lot of people to watch it, so they wanted to give it maybe like after Money in the Bank or after SummerSlam or something like that.
1: Well, in a, in a way, I don't feel bad. I. I mean, I felt bad. I wanted to watch it. I completely whiffed on it, but I'm kind of glad they didn't air it, but they just changed it because they didn't think a lot of people were going to watch
4: it.
2: Uh, I guess. They wanted, they wanted their, their main reason for what I read on, uh, you know, the old sheets was uh, that they wanted to make sure that something big was leading into it, and it, which is what they do for everything else, to be honest with you. I mean, they let it stream that day, but like, it's like the premiere is after something big. So I understand why but just to pull it like that cuz i was really looking forward to it too like really looking forward to it yeah, cuz i just listened to uh uh grilling jr's podcast about luger's run in wwf conrad so like i was like really already amped up i'm like all right us Intrepid, it this and that and then they uh then they pull it
0: but it is what it is oh it was such a disappointment i was so excited to watch it did any of you guys watch the uh luger slam yoko on uh 4th of july like, yesterday, I watched
2: it. Yeah, I watched it on. Yeah. When it happened. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, like, did you watch it yesterday?
2: No. Why would I do that? Because,
0: fuck, memories, man. Same reason <laughs> yeah. you watch fucking Royal Rumble 92 a thousand times.
1: Yeah, during all the glitches of the fucking Nathan's hot dog eating championships, I switched over to Peacock and watched Lex Luger slam Yokozuna.
0: At least that footage fucking exists. You, uh... I remember.
2: I pretty, I pretty much re- remember it verbatim. Anyway, like it's yeah, in like you it's, re- I have it right also, up here.
0: You also remember every Royal Rumble ver- verbatim, so you but you watch those. Yeah, that's a fair point. Tony, do you enjoy yeah. the hot dog eating contest? Like you actually I love
1: it. Dude, I, every year I make sure I watch it. It's a fucking hour once a year. How could you not watch it? It was fucking fantastic.
0: How long do you think it would take you to eat one hot dog?
1: I could probably take a hot dog down in less than a minute. Easy. Probably. Well, what times. hot
2: dog? Are we talking about a coney dog? Well,
1: if we're talking about a Garifo dog, I don't know. I might choke on it.
0: That's true. That's a very good point. <laughs> no, just a regular uh, fucking Nathan's hot dog. How long would it take? Just a hot dog in the bun. How long would it take you to eat it?
1: I could probably take it down to 30 seconds. I would think.
2: Yeah, a uh, subbreth I could do real quick. I don't. Yeah, probably, water.
1: probably thirty seconds or less. Why not? Now, yeah. if you start talking like five hot dogs, no, you know, no, that's... just one. Yeah,
0: hot I'd dog like, and a bun. How about you? Oh, well, I don't know. Under a minute.
1: Yeah, under a minute, easy. I'd say I'd say I could push thirty can,
0: seconds. Can no, I, I dunk I... the bun in the water?
1: Yeah, why not? You just got to take it down. Then I actually think, had a hot
0: dog today for lunch. As I... a
1: matter of fact, when you watch the competition, they refer to it as HDB,
2: hot dog and bun.
0: Yeah, I think I could do it happy... in under 30 seconds then.
2: You sure it's not happy
0: birthday? <laughs> Maybe we get some hot dogs for next week.
1: Oh, God, that's what you want to do? Our triumphant return to studio? You want to have a hot dog eating contest? No,
0: I just want to see how fast I can eat a hot dog. JJ's. I so don't you guys get...
1: didn't watch the hot dog eating contest? No, I was no. working, man. Okay,
2: so I don't yeah. hate. I'm not a. i am not I like the hot dog eating contest. I just didn't go out of my way to watch it. No,
1: now you know they they divvy it up. There's a women's and men's division now. It's been like that for the past five or six That's years. That's right. They don't show the women's competition anymore, but they give you highlights <laughs> of it. For what reason? I don't know. Oh, I got a joke for that. They give you Badlands Booker. Oh, I don't know if you remember him, the big guy from Brooklyn. I think he's from Brooklyn. Yeah. He's the chugging expert now. So him and this, like, 19-year-old up-and-coming kid from Philadelphia were chugging a uh, a jug, a gallon jug, of Nathan's lemonade. This motherfucker took down a gallon in, like, 32 seconds. Just fucking, it's insane. Like, this is Badlands Booker. All he does now is chugging videos. He'll chug, like, two gallons of fucking Mountain Dew. He'll be burping the whole time. This is what he does. This is how he makes his money.
2: These these competitive eaters are crazy. They all have their niche. Like, Like every like one of them could be like the best like clam eater in the world. <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, that that's Kevin Garifon. He's on the line with us. Anyway, I'll let that sit. That was a fucking good one. I'll let that sit. I didn't mean to <laughs> Kevin Kevin's number one in the bearded variety, by the way. <laughs> Fucking Matt just no sells this whole thing. Are you insane? No, because
0: I Googled fucking (laughs) eating records, right? Yeah. Bro, this guy, Don Lerman, ate seven quarter pound sticks of salted butter in five minutes. Why would you do that?
1: (laughs) I just shoved
0: them down. Uh, Your oyster 47 dozen uh, Acme oysters, eight minutes, Sonia Thomas.
1: Yeah, Sonya yeah. Thomas, the Black Widow. She used to she used to run the uh, the hot dog competition, oh. but I think she kind of stopped doing that.
0: Here's your guy, Badlands Booker. Twenty one <laughs> baseball size matzo balls in five minutes and twenty five seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, wild what they
1: Badlands is a big fucking boy. Like you put him next to like Joey Chestnut, and it's like there's, the size is just insane. How big Booker is, just insanely big.
0: What would possess a man? To oh, eat four thirty-two ounce bowls of mayonnaise in eight minutes.
2: The Maybe, prize, man. The up? prize. Yeah. Fucking
0: prize. I mean, I like mayonnaise too, but I don't think I could eat like a spoonful.
2: Yeah, you you put mayonnaise on your grilled cheese <laughs> instead of butter, just on the outside.
1: So, so here was my big problem. So Jeez. everything is going great, and the the coup de gras, the main event usually starts about 1240. They do the announcing. Everybody comes out and they got a little spiel they say about him and whatnot. For some reason, the 10-minute competition for the eating had four TV glitches. Not one, not two, four. They didn't even get the entire competition. They cut the commercial. They came back. It was still fucked up. They cut the commercial again. They came back. Like five minutes, including the finale where Joey Chestnut set the record.
0: Oh, he doesn't he set the record every year.
1: Seventy six hot dogs in ten minutes. How would you come on, dude? He beat his record last year by a full hot dog.
0: How many ears of corn do you think you could eat in twelve minutes?
2: How many ears of corn? Yes. All right. So, say so I have to know the rules about this. Could you could you like scrape it off and and eat the corn? Sure. And, or come can on. or do, you probably got to go like, like, bone
1: I, saw.
0: I would assume the scraping off would, ca- you know, would add time. But sure, if you wanted to go that route. No, but it would, it would. But once you t- once it's all off, then you just, you
2: can shove that in right in your face as but opposed if you, to.
1: If you think about it too, a corn on the cob, I mean, it's not like you're eating a lot. You're just pretty much just eating around the cob. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I would think it's not a lot of volume, but then your whole technique would probably make it. You know, like you, you gotta have, have
2: good teeth for that too, by the way.
1: Yeah, and you, and you gotta be fast. Like you gotta yeah, have a, yeah. you know, some of these motherfuckers that eat watermelon like they just go like room and they fucking clear a whole section of it. So it's just like as yeah. fast as you could shove it in your mouth. Like corn, you'd have to constantly bite it to pull it right. away. But if you can get something fast, twelve minutes. I don't know, maybe like five dozen ear of corn.
0: Wait, you, what? What? No, I'm saying like like for a record. you say you say oh, five no five just... dozen. Ears of corn. You're, look, twelve minutes. You're, Tony, you're you are uh, too off from the record. Sixty-one point seven five ears of corn in twelve minutes. See?
1: Yeah. If you've got the speed to do it, <sighs> that, that makes sense. But that's a record. Like me. Wait. Maybe I could. Maybe maybe a half a dozen, a
2: dozen. I
1: don't know. Wait, Isn't
2: twelve dozen? Twelve times twelve. What's that? No. 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 That's a gross. Twelve times
1: five.
0: But you said twelve dozen. No.
1: No. I said five dozen. Did I, I?
0: Five dozen. Yeah oh. well, uh, Let's see what else A lot of corn Corn dogs 12 corny dogs In 10 minutes I don't know what a Fletcher's corny dog is But I imagine it's well, giant
1: A Fletcher's corny dog
0: <laughs> Oh turducken 7 and 3 fourth pounds of turducken Sonia Thomas 12 minutes Jesus, Sonia She's Thomas. a
1: fucking animal
0: Oh my god she's just a little tiny frail thing too
4: Yeah
2: Yeah. She's tiny as shit She oh, knows boy. what she's doing
0: Joey Chesnut, Reindeer Sausage. That son of a bitch, Miko, you motherfucker. <laughs> 28 Glacier Brewhouse Reindeer Sausage in 10 minutes by Dale Boone. Ah, the legendary Dale Boone. Dale Boone's a big boy, 303. Joey Chestnuts in 2013 ate 141 hard-boiled eggs in eight minutes. Imagine a farts. Oh, God, these people, the shit. Here we go. Tony, 13.22 pounds of watermelon. Buffalo Jim Reeves.
1: <laughs> Fucking A, Jim Reeves is still around? Uh, why would you do
0: this? Joey chestnuts oh, he has all these records.
1: You know, you know who was ranked for a while, too? Pat from Munaki was in the top 20 for a while.
0: Uh, um, Cow Brains. Like... <laughs> 17.7 pounds in 15 minutes.
1: Who has that?
0: Uh, Takaru of? Kobayashi.
1: Kobayashi. They banned him from competition. No, no,
0: not that Kobayashi. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's, know, Kobayashi. that's Kobayashi. Yeah. That's wait,
2: it. What was that of? What was it? Cowbrains.
0: Cowbrains.
2: Cowbrains. Oh, Cal delectable. delectable. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: Sonia Thomas. She crushed 80 chicken nuggets in five minutes. How many? 80. 80. Oh, man. Sonia. The fucking sweet potato casserole? Who comes up with this shit? <laughs>
1: look it's it's a lot of these local places they're like we want to see how fast people can eat them and then if the ifoce or whatever it's called now uh decides that they want to sanction it then they do
2: have you ever gone to a restaurant and did like their local food challenge
0: no um but mika collins ate uh 84 ounces of baked beans in 58 seconds
1: <laughs> what did he fucking drink them
0: i don't know Jesus
1: christ
0: <laughs> i like baked beans
1: I do too, not to fucking have like fucking 90 ounces of them in less than a minute.
0: God Jeez. damn. Wow. Mars bars. <laughs> 38 bars in five minutes.
2: Because when we were down at, at Jimmy's a couple of weeks ago, uh, the River blob tried to take on the UFO challenge, which is like seven pounds of meat and buns and fries and stuff, and he, he couldn't even couldn't even do it. 30... It's like crab and lobster and fries and chicken or no, it's no chicken, but
0: crab <laughs>
2: and uh So Matt, have you ever done like one of like a restaurants like you do this and you get a t-shirt no, gimmick? No, no, doctor.
1: I've wanted to, and then my wife yells at me.
0: Yeah, it's usually out oh. it goes too for me. <laughs> you and look to be perfectly fair. Uh, my wife is right a thousand times because I'll come home and then I got the bubble guts and I'm complaining and I'm farting. And then, you know, my M.O. is yeah, sometimes I shit my pants. So, you know, she's got to deal with that. So she doesn't I mean, she has to deal with the fact that she's married to a, a man who will eat himself until he shits his pants. So if she can cut it off before it happens, she's going to do that.
1: Well, the other thing is, too, I think for the Nathan's competition, it's uh, you got to hold it down for 20 minutes. So I'm thinking in 21 minutes, you could just, you know, reverse your fortunes.
2: Oh, God, God that's got to be the worst vomit in the world. Oh, the smell. Good God. Like, no, I'm talking about just like because how much food you've consumed. Imagine that coming back up like, oh, my God, that's like a thick. That's not like a, a liquor vomit or like a beer vomit. That's like a, that's real substance in there.
1: Seventy five mushy hot dog buns. <laughs> Probably sounds like pudding when it hits the floor, too. Like, just splats.
2: What makes you think they're puking on the floor, Tony?
1: Dude, if it's 75 HDBs coming up, I don't think it's going in the bucket. I think it just goes wherever it wants.
0: Bro, Joey Chestnuts. BBC. Joey Chestnuts ate 257 hostess donuts (laughs) in six minutes. Powdered? (laughs) <laughs> doesn't say. Are they powdered? doesn't say.
2: That's huge. That's a huge factor.
1: Yeah, I uh, would think you'd want to go plain. I think the powdered might chalk up the works. No? Oh, here
0: you yeah. go. This is right in Tony's wheelhouse. Oh. Uh, <laughs> How many falafels? No, Pete uh, Pete DeVeco's <laughs> ate uh, an edible arrangement fruit basket in four minutes. That's <laughs> pretty good. Oh good uh, lord! Because when any ever, whenever somebody dies, that's what Tony sends you—a fucking fruit basket. Stop. <laughs> Here's some fucking mango. Sorry, your loved one's dead.
1: Yeah, you want me to send you a fucking t-shirt like Mega Powers does? No, don't send me
0: anything. Just say I'm sorry. I don't need any more shit in my house.
1: Oh God, for nice little Matt gift though. Has... God forbid Matt should eat some fruit when he's fucking. <laughs> fucking morning a loss of a yeah.
0: lot no well who wants fruit? 50,
1: fucking three thousand hot dog donuts or whatever the fuck he's reading <laughs> hot dog donuts.
0: yo if they were like
2: sabret's hot dogs i could probably i could probably do 10 and 10,
0: 10 and like what like dirty water dogs
1: 10 and oh, 10 yeah. is attainable especially if you do two at a time i think you could do that in 10 minutes. Yeah.
0: are you dipping the buns in the water
1: I would. I've n- I've never done it, so I Neither don't know. Either see, I, I think have to... I would
0: get skeeved out by putting my buns in the water.
1: <sighs> it's called a shower. Look into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. I-, I don't know. I I think I could do it with bun in hand. Really? tenant uh, ten- That's actually kind of tough. I probably have to bun. I have to water bun it. Probably. See,
0: I think I could eat a hot dog in inning at a baseball game. Easy.
1: Oh, that's no big deal.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, especially if, you know, anyone else but Jason DeGrom is pitching.
0: I mean, any baseball game, you never know what could happen. What if there's a rain delay? Yeah. I think we had – did we have this
2: conversation before?
0: We've had a lot. Well, I mean, we're going on almost 10 years. We've had a lot of weird conversations. Uh, All right, well, I, I feel have- like
2: I could – like, I go outside Penn Station, go to the cart, go uh, and get get me 10 sub- hot dogs. I could probably put them down in 10 minutes probably.
0: All right, here's a here's an and then we'll move on from the food conversation because we have a lot to talk about. Please. What are That's you put right. What are you putting on your hot dog? Ketchup or mustard? For the competition, nothing. No, we're not talking competition. You're at a barbecue. T Don says dogs are ready. You throw one in a bun. What are you putting on a ketchup?
2: All right, mustard? so this is obviously going to get trigger some reaction because of the age old debate of what you put on a hot dog. I put everything on it. I put ketchup. I put mustard. I put If they have spicy and brown, I put both spicy and brown. I put today, just today, I had a hot dog on the grill with ketchup, mustard, yellow mustard, brown mustard, Tabasco, relish. And I crumbled up potato chips and put them on.
0: Do you even taste the hot dog? Yes. We're going to call you on the the fence, Kevin. What's that? We're going to call you on the fence, Kevin. What does that mean? You're like, I'm just going to have everything so no one could be mad at me.
2: I don't know, because people people don't put ketchup on hot dogs, and I think that's the most ridiculous argument ever made ever in the world.
0: I mean, if you're a five-year-old, I get it, but... Oh, stop.
2: What? What's wrong with ketchup on a hot dog?
0: I don't know. I I put mustard. When I was a kid, I put ketchup on my hot dog.
1: Okay, so what? Ketchup's delicious. you an adult now. You fucking hate ketchup I, all of a
0: sudden. No, I don't. Ha- no one said. Hold on. Hold on there. No, no, but uh, that's exactly
1: what you implied. Hold basically. on. Yeah, hold yeah, on.
0: Hold on. Every female during an argument, don't put fucking words in my mouth. I never said I hated ketchup. All right.
1: You fucking made Kevin feel like a
0: toddler by. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, we'll wait.
2: We'll wait, we'll wait till he finishes, and then we'll put we'll poke holes in his entire logic. No, there's hmm. no
0: logic. I just don't put ketchup on my hot dog. As an adult, I prefer mustard. So don't catch up Kevin? That's Kevin's truth. Don't. I don't shame like mixing both. To be honest with you, if I go to McDonald's, I say don't put the mustard on the hamburger. Oh, now you're
1: just fucking talking stupid. What's Why? wrong with you? McDonald's cheeseburger with you got to have the ketchup mustard in that little bit. I just of want the ke- on, on a
0: hamburger. On? I just want the ketchup. I don't want the mustard. Oh, fuck off. We got mix them all. All up right, for so it. this was a little
2: more anticlimactic than I thought it was going to be. You just, all right, so it's just literally your preference. You're not anti. The way you came at me though made you seem like you were extremely anti ketchup
0: on a hot dog. Yes, Yes, don't put ketchup on a hot dog. All right, so
2: you don't put it, but are you against people that do?
0: Am I against them? I'm not going to like tell you not to come to my barbecue, but I will openly mock you if I see you do it. (laughs) You're putting ketchup on a hot
1: dog? What are you, a fucking loser? Kevin, this is what we're fucking talking about. You were exactly right. I'm sorry. You know what?
0: Let's do a podcast. Where we just all agree, it'll be real fun to listen back to.
1: Well, why are you shit? You can shit on Kevin for a thousand. You asked
0: me on what him? I put on the yes. hot dog, and you said you put everything on the hot dog. So you're on today. The I did not
2: always. Sometimes I just go ketchup mustard. So you always always, ketchup, then. always ketchup. Always ketchup, and, ketchup and, mustard? and I'll never apologize for it.
0: Always ketchup and mustard, or always ketchup.
2: Always ketchup and mustard.
0: So you put both. Yeah. T dunk What about you?
1: First choice, if it's there, mustard and baked beans. No baked beans, I go for mustard and cooked onions.
0: Okay, hold on. Let's back up the truck. This isn't... All right. It's ketchup or mustard. That's it. That's it? Yeah,
1: because... If there's no other toppings, then I'm going with Kevin. I'm putting both. Ketchup and
2: mustard.
0: All right. That's all I needed to know. You could put your relish. You could put your fucking onions, your beans, whatever. Make a chili dog. I don't give a shit. But everyone... What if I told you
2: I put ketchup... What if I told you I put ketchup on my pizza, buddy? How do you feel about that?
0: I mean, it's already on there. You have tomato sauce on there. It's weird, but...
1: Oh, now you're comparing tomato sauce to ketchup? Fuck this conversation. I mean, it's from the tomato
0: family. It's the same fucking thing. It's weird. I would never do it. No, I don't do it. I was just trying to get a rise out of you. Do it.
2: (laughs) I mean, I have done it, but... You've told us I a lot I put,
4: of
1: shit you've done, but I would never picture you putting ketchup on pizza. No,
2: because here's why. Because sometimes I'll, I'll cut up some Taylor ham and American cheese and put that on a pizza and make it like my Taylor ham and cheese pizza. And then sometimes I'll put ketchup on that.
1: But, I mean, I can understand that. I don't I mean, you know what? I'd have to give that a shot. That actually doesn't sound too bad.
2: Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> Again, I don't do it often, but when I do the ketchup right on there baby
1: all right but you have you have taylor ham and cheese on there too so
2: yeah well that's why it's like a it's like a breakfast pizza those things exist right matt
0: yes but uh yeah we use so oh,
2: i'm sorry uh use... when
0: you make said said breakfast pizza do you put it in the oven or do you microwave it
2: micro always <laughs> what do you want me to do
1: Wait, is it reheated pizza? Oh, like you had slices? You yeah, it's
2: leftover pizza. I don't get the pizza that way. I don't make it myself. It's pizza. It's I got a plain pizza. And then the next day, I'll cut up some Taylor ham. I'll put that like the toaster oven or something. Cook that. Toaster oven is
0: different than the microwave. Yeah, right.
2: But I, but I but once everything like once the Taylor ham is like cooked, then I put it on the pizza and put it in the microwave.
0: Well, now, just...
1: if you heat up your pizza in a toaster oven, are you putting it on a tray or right on the rack?
2: I don't heat my pizza in the toaster oven.
1: Matt, cool. do you?
0: Heat yeah, up you the put it on one? the rack. There you go.
1: Good call. Good call.
2: I mean, when I like when ilios, when I would eat ilios, yeah, that goes on the old tray ski because then the cheese will just go through. If it doesn't, it'll melt it and ruin your entire toaster oven.
4: No, nah, it
1: burns off.
0: I mean, yeah, you could clean it, but who wants to do that? Or let it burn off like Tony does because he's a savage.
1: What the whole fucking house smelling <laughs> like burnt fucking flesh and whatever else they put on the pizza.
0: Anyway,
1: Oof. now that we fucking talked about food for 45
0: minutes. Well, I hope you all had a happy and safe 4th of July. Canada Day. Everyone has their fingers? Everyone's good? All right, we're good. Shining Wizards well, are good.
1: I'm not a multi-million dollar athlete, so I don't fuck with fireworks, so there you go.
0: Or a multi-million dollar pizza guy. I still have all my fingers. Fair That's right. Enough.
2: Yeah, how you still have all those is kind of surprising to me.
0: Why? Because
2: yeah. 'Cause you're around the oven and a lot of fire a lot of times.
0: Just takes what just take one time to burn yourself to remind yourself you can burn your <laughs> fucking self. Don't do it again, stupid.
2: When was the last time you burned yourself? <laughs>
0: oh god. Oh, you know what? That's a great question. Um <laughs> last week. <laughs> Joining us now on the shot it was a hotline is Millionaire Matt. We no, it was about probably him? a couple weeks ago because there's a lot of moving parts, people going in and out of the oven, they're not paying attention. You know, you get a hot peel to the arm real fast. Uh, I had my glove on, so it didn't it didn't do too much damage. Like an oven mitt? No, just a regular glove. I was making pizza. You put it in the oven.
2: Well, yeah, but what, what, like one of those? No, like, just a glove. Big, like, just oven like mitt a, gloves or just like a regular?
0: It's a vinyl glove. Vinyl glove.
1: Vinyl in a fucking pizza oven? Doesn't it melt to your hand?
0: My fucking hand's not in there for 20 minutes. I just put the peel in. Bam. Put enough flour in that pizza is going to fucking fly right off.
2: I've never heard of a vinyl glove.
0: They're fucking food service gloves. They're the same. They're all the fucking same. The plastic vinyl fucking cheap one use throwaway bullshit.
1: Kevin's Googling vinyl gloves.
2: I am like, oh, they're like, like wash, like your floor gloves.
0: Wash your floor gloves.
2: Like the blue, like, uh, like the blue gloves. Was it blue?
0: No, it was not blue. It was black. Did it melt on your pizza? We Kept it away from the pizza pie. So, Tony, I finally sat down and I got to watch some NWA power. Fuck yeah, dude. There's a lot of weirdness going on the NWA, I must say.
1: Yeah, there's quite a bit of shit going on lately. Quite a bit. And I'm intrigued by all of it.
0: Are you intrigued by all?
1: Well, most of it. I still can't stand that Taryn Terrell girl. She's like, "Uh." actually, you know what? Her being with genocide, she might be turning on me a little bit. Might be turning on me a little bit.
0: Here's my biggest complaint about the NWA. Oh, here we go. Right. No one has ever explained the Thunder Rosa Molina relationship to me.
1: 100% right. Absolutely.
0: And it fucking drives me nuts. And I'm going to jump all over the place. But fast forward to the main event where it's Molina against uh, Serena Deeb. Right? No, no. Smiley. Kylie, Smiley. Kylie Smiley. Sorry, Kylie Smiley. And Thunder Rosa says, I am friends with Melina, but I'm not going to go out there.
1: Yeah, because Melina's been running her mouth and she's like, you know what? Right, like I, You're my friend, blah, blah, blah. But you got to do this
0: one on your own. But why? Why? When did they become friends? What is the genesis of their relationship? When NWA went away, when the pandemic started, they were at each other's throats. And then they come back, and there's this weird thing where Melina's keeping her eyes on Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa doesn't really want anything to do with it. And then, like, two weeks later, they're just everywhere together. And now they're backing each other up. But there's no rhyme or reason to it. Is it like a friend of my friend is your enemy or a friend of my enemy is my friend or whatever weird fucking dead poet society bullshit there is out there. I I
1: don't really understand it either. I, yeah, that's, 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 this is like the story that I just,
0: uh, it's got me hot. I don't like it.
1: Maybe they're just looking for, for something for them to do. Maybe they, they pulled back a little bit on, on moving forward with the feud. I don't know. Or maybe it's just a thing where they're, they're, they're just trying to build other stars and they're keeping that story going. I really don't know, dude, but I'm 100% with you on that one. I don't, I don't get it either. I don't. And you would figure, like, they would put them together because they're bonding over something or there's some common cause. And there's, it's just nothing there. There's nothing there except, like, now we're friends. So you're right. I don't get it. Although Molina did not have a bad match. The match with Kylie was perfectly fine. The finish was fucking great. Kylie goes up. I really hope Kylie like fucking like works her shit out though, man. I, I get nervous watching her because she's so talented and I'm always afraid like something's going to get like, she's going to get in the way of herself and like, you know, decide maybe like, this isn't the right time for her. You know what I'm saying? Like she's walked away from like, from wrestling so many times already. Like, and I get nervous because look, the mental condition is kind of like a physical condition. Like if you keep coming back and you keep blowing out your knee, well then you can't fucking wrestle anymore. So, like when does this become like something that she can get past if she can, or is it gonna be something that's just always gonna hold her back no matter how many times she comes back? You know, it like gets weird because like you, you hear about people with mental issues and mental illness and whatnot, but it really seems to be affecting her, probably more so like than that than the Marl Ronales situation, if that makes sense. And I don't wanna see her be like in a position like that anymore. I I sincerely hope she can get past it because she's really talented. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Maybe the decision to go to the NWA, uh, less travel. They do all their tapings all in one one fell swoop, and I don't think – I really don't know. I guess the pressure of being – I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know what her headspace was with the Impact thing. I think we were all in the same boat where we thought it was her time at Impact before – before she took her break. So I, I really don't know, but she does look like she's doing better. I know she's been doing interviews. She's been doing more wrestling. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure she's spreading the word on, on mental health and, and being aware of, of when someone is, you know, not doing so well. So I, I hope she's doing well. And it looks like, look, the match was great to your point, Tony, Uh big fan of it. I'm just very curious to see what they're doing with the women's division because we bookend the whole show with women's matches. The opening match, Genocide and uh, Lady Frost, which I like both of those women very much, and yeah, I thought the match
1: the match was good. I have yeah, no problems with the match.
0: I'm a big fan, and to your point, I do like Taryn Terrell with with Genocide.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, like even even from my notes, like I had she's kind of turning on me. Like in this role right now, I think she finally found a good spot for herself. And Genocide is, is, I think, a perfect fit with her. At least for now, anyway. It seems like it's actually working. And I wasn't fucking completely annoyed with her like I have been for the past, like, three or four weeks.
0: With Taryn,
1: With Taryn, yes. Yes.
0: Well, I like the Genocide pairing because Genocide is a big, big, you know, big brute of a woman. And then here's Taryn Terrell who's going to run her mouth and then just step behind Genocide. Always works. And I thought Lady Frost looked really good in this match. I was disappointed to see her lose, but... I mean, it's genocide.
1: They got bigger plans for genocide at this point anyway.
0: Now, Kevin, let me bring you into this conversation because before Power started, they announced that they're going to start a championship series with a points-based tournament starting next Tuesday. Thoughts on a points-based tournament? Uh, It's fine. I guess, right?
2: Like, they're not, it's not going to be the first time that they or somebody else has done it. So, I mean, you got to keep score somehow, I guess. So, other than wins and losses. Wait, yeah, but other than wins and losses. So, yeah, if it's, it's, uh, he doesn't, try it. Give it a shot. Who cares?
1: But the thing is, like, they didn't really explain anything about it. Like, Joe Galli's just like, there's going to be a champion series. Camille and Nick Aldis are involved. And it's going to be a point system. And there's going to be more facts about it next week. So, it's kind oh, of
2: wait.
1: A, yeah. So we don't it's know what be it,
2: like all, all t- all championships.
1: No, what they he said Camille and Nick Aldis specifically because I guess they're the world champions.
2: Okay, so there's gonna be two tournaments.
1: I don't know if they're gonna be tournaments or what. The like they haven't made it clear yet. They just said that this new concept is coming next week. So we all really right. don't know how it's gonna work.
2: I'll never crap on somebody for trying something, but if it stinks, I'll let them know. You now, think... Matt, let me
1: ask you this. Yeah, hit me, buddy. So Sal Renaro has got a TV title shot coming, and he gets laid out by Colby Carino,
0: bro. Whatever that that suplex that Colby Carino did to him on the apron, holy dog shit, fuck what?
1: Yeah. And what do you think about the relationship between him and Danny Deals? I don't. Are they friends? Do they not get along? Is he his mouthpiece? Like, what's going on there?
0: For a couple things for Sal. Sal needs to get out of the friend zone with with May because May is a smoke show.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they're still in the friend zone now that uh, what's-his-name is gone. Uh,
0: uh, 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 Royce Isaacs. Isaacs, yes. Right, Thank you got swoop in there, bro. You got to get up in them guts. Secondly, this Danny Deals guy is not going to be good for Sal Renaro's image.
1: I understand. He's, he's the fuck that was imitating Mama Storm, and Tim Storm got a hold of his ass and beat the shit out of him.
0: Yeah, you can't trust somebody who mocks Mama Storm. Don't get yourself involved with him. Oh. And with a name like Danny Deals, you know he's never up to any good. None oh, of his he sh- de- none of his deals are on the up and up. There's always shenanigans there.
1: Shisty fuck he is.
0: I'm I'm fucking Tony, Tony, Tony.
1: I know who you're done with.
0: I can't, bro. I want to fucking rip my TV off the wall when I see Austin Idol and his fucking terrible hair and his dumb hat. And then I'm not gonna lie, bro. Tyrus looked like a bitch this week. The he Pope, did. The Pope got in the ring. He was like, "Let's go, let's go." And Tyrus was like, "All right." And then Austin Idol was like, "No." Now you, made you know
1: your... what? You know what I found putting off putting though. Like Tyrus comes out, and the first thing they're doing is they're shitting on Sal Renaro and Colby Carino. It's like, I don't know. Like you got your own shit going on that you're a star and whatnot. Build yourself up. Don't put these guys down.
0: Yeah, but I guess uh, they want like Tyrus to be like the star. Like, why does Sal get the TV title shot when Tyrus already beat the Pope? That type of deal, maybe.
1: Yeah, I'm still
0: not excited. The Pope is a fantastic TV champion. I'm just not excited about Tyrus.
1: No, Tyrus isn't a very he. He's good at what he does. He's just way too slow. Way too slow. And a lot of this stuff, when it comes down to it, like, like you saw the, uh, the, the no disqualification match, bro, you got to fucking pep that shit up. Like you can't fucking like there's being methodical and then there's just being fucking lazy. And half the time it's hard to tell what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And not for the better, like just, just like certain parts, like it's like slow motion, like lining up a chair shot. It's Like, come on, dude, fucking swing it and be done. Yeah. I don't know. I do, I do like him on the mic. I don't know why he's with Austin Idol, but whatever. It is what it is.
0: Hopefully, he could fucking put one right between Austin Idol's eyes.
1: Hope so. Hey, what'd big. you think of the? Uh, what'd you think of the six man match? This is a little fucking weird.
0: It was weird, but I kind of like it. I like the story that they're telling with uh, with Stevens and Kratos, and I do like uh, Mecha Wolf and Bestia. Yeah, big fan of that. Yeah. Um. Captain Yuma was fun. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen him in a minute. He's part, He's one half of Rocknest Monsters. They were a huge tag team. They still are, apparently, because I tweeted about it. And he let me know they're still around. And if you want to book them, okay. if you want to book them, <laughs> he dropped his email address.
1: <laughs> so we got Hawks Airy teaming up with Kratos. And you know what the weird thing was? Like, Stevens and Kratos were, like, just in a third corner just talking half the time, too. And they were like, "Oh, this is a friendly," and blah blah blah. And of course, they—I don't remember them touching in the match. I don't think they did. But then, fucking Lauda Billion comes out, and they're talking shit about everybody. And then this is like a fucking big eight-way fight off. I don't know, it's just weird.
0: Well, I think it's you—you further the storyline with Kratos and Stevens. They put each other. Stevens set the match up as a friendly, and then they put each other on opposite sides. But they didn't really get involved. Um and then Love Rebellion comes out and they essentially say that Stevens and Kratos are mocking the NWA and the World Tag Team Titles and they're there to right the wrong. Um and then it looked after you mentioned the brawl breaks out and uh, and it looked like all six guys were not very happy with Love Rebellion as they ran them off. So interesting stuff there. More interesting Tony and Kevin. This Jack Zane Crimson marriage does not look. Like it is going, it's not going. It's going bad. Divor- well, Jack
1: Stain is standing up for uh, Slice Boogie and Crimson's like, "What the fuck, dude? He he was fucking with us. He was he deserved what he was supposed to get." I don't know. It's just, it's weird seeing Jack Stain try to be like emotional, like, "Oh, I think he's a good kid," and this and that. And then Crimson's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? He tried to kill us."
0: Yeah, so it looks like the I think next week they're gonna they're gonna put it out there into the uh, in front of the live live power fans going to iron out their problems there jack stain and crimson oh, oh man he called,
1: he called crimson by his like shoot name too. anthony
0: <laughs> anthony oh.
1: i was like what i'm like jack stain is feeling sympathy this guy's a fucking monster i'm the, like come on dude
0: they're this is serious tony they're a friendship there's a tag team there they're not just a tag team they're life amigos i get it
1: you know what i'm really looking forward to though what's that the national championship final jtg and chris adonis dude this shit was fucking great the podium talk with fucking with fred rosser coming out backing up jtg i hate bullies oh this was fucking good stuff man i can't wait for this match
0: i really hope they put this title on jtg
1: oh me too 100% he's my pick bro he's my pick 100% uh
0: and that's tomorrow night on power that match right
1: Yes, yes. And I think the last thing that we haven't talked about, uh, we've got the Masked Man.
0: The Mystery Man.
1: Little heart-to-heart with uh, May Valentine. Spent years working his craft. This is why WPC allowed him to be here. He wants to be a champion. The only thing I noticed really about him, he's got some big fucking hands, this guy.
0: Dude, I noticed the same fucking thing. (laughs) And I'm like, bro, those hands. I'm like, I got to look for those hands. (laughs)
1: Now, i don't want you to tell me because i don't know but you seem to think you have an insight as to who this guy is
0: i think i do know who he is my friend
1: now have were you able to confirm it or is this still something that you're working on Uh,
0: it's not been confirmed obviously because i don't think he's put it out there and i don't think anyone said like it's him but there's a lot of speculation that it is this person and it's not a It's not somebody who's worked WWF or TNA or AEW or in New Japan. He's like an indie guy who's pretty popular in the Northeast. Um, But, uh, yeah, I think I have it figured out.
1: Okay, good, because I don't want to know. I love the fact that I don't know, and I want to keep it that way, at least for now, because I am intrigued by this guy. He's fucking super talented in the ring, and I'm digging the shtick, bro. Digging it. Digging it, digging it. And that's NWA power.
0: Oh, and you know what? I thought I think uh, I think May Valentine's getting better at the mic too. 100 oh, percent. I gotta give her her props.
1: Hundred percent. She's a little. She's a little weird with the follow ups, but like you kind of look past that for now because you can tell she's getting better. Getting better. Hundred percent. Um.
0: Yeah. Yes. I guess we'll just talk about it because it just seems to be right it, right as things go. MLW's back this week, Tony.
1: Fuck yeah, dude.
0: And you brought it up last week, I believe. The big announcement is Fuck we yeah, are going to get another. Another. <laughs> as if you haven't had your fill. <laughs> if you haven't, you're on your 75th hot dog. Right? Oh, yeah. Do you really need the 76th one? Do we need another fucking Von Erich Team Filthy match? Well, guess what? Guess what, people? Oh, you're getting another, another one. They're going to have a bunkhouse brawl this weekend at the Philadelphia tapings.
1: Of course they are.
0: A bunkhouse brawl is a stipulation bout with its roots in southern wrestling dating back decades. For years, the bunkhouse brawl have been the final stage of vicious feuds. Wrestlers can use whatever they want as weapons. Just make sure to bring your cowboy boots, a durable pair of jeans, and a six-pack of whoop-ass, as that's what it will take to win this wild southern stipulation match. Yeehaw, doggy!
1: Adorable, adorable pair of jeans.
0: What the fuck? It's gonna be goddamn Martian Rossel Marsh, Marshall von, Marshall Marsh. and Ross von Eric against Tom Lawler and Kevin Coo.
1: Yeah, that's weird. How come Dominic Garini's not in this thing?
0: Tony, if you were Tom Lawler, who would you pick from Team Filthy to be your stablemate here for this match? King Mo, you real? You definitely don't want to win, huh? <laughs>
1: Why not, dude? Two MMA fighters against the Von Eriks? Come yeah. on.
0: All right. You know what? That's in a bunkhouse yeah. brawl where there are no rules, that makes sense. I'll give you that one.
1: Yeah. I mean, King Mo could easily choke a bitch out at ringside. Why not? Just saying. Right. You asked me, and I answered. Kevin Koo's not a bad choice, but I would have won, won with King Mo. Unless King Mo's got something else going on. Well, Kukachu. Maybe he's got another match with Loki. I don't no.
0: Know. Isn't King Mo in the fucking. 500 man battle riot
2: of course he is i think all these guys are a lot of them are doing like do we have a do we have a total list of how many people and who's actually in this thing
0: uh right now we have 27 entrants
2: well wait before we get to that
1: round seven of the draft was this week and the final week of the draft jordan oliver returns as a heavyweight now he moved up to the heavyweight division matt's favorite von eric rip von eric aka kit osborne is back and the newest face representing Azteca Underground, Matt Cross, is now in MLW.
2: Thoughts? Tony, Rip Von Eric. Yes. Is that like a play on like RIP Von Eric?
1: Oh, 100%.
2: It 100%? is? Has- okay. I didn't want to be like a bad guy and like look into like how like all like the Von Erics are dead. So we're just going to call them RIP Von Eric. Dude, it's Filthy Tom. It makes 100% sense. Wait, so Rip Von Eric's not aligned with the Von Ericks? No, he's with Team
1: Filthy. It's, ah. Kit, it's Kit Osborne. It's Kit Osborne. Friend of the show.
0: That's right. But now he's just going to be Kit Osborne, right?
1: They announced him as Rip Von Eric too. So
0: Yeah, I, saw, I thought I saw a flyer with Rip Von Eric. He's Erich aligned man.
1: with Team Filthy yet, so...
0: Oh, wow. Another, he's a fucking killer. That fucking Team Filthy's... All of them should be wearing their fucking spray painted on dungareen fucking shorts, fucking assholes, <laughs> fucking teeth filthy. Suck Tom Sawyer's
1: got the legs to pull that off, dude. Don't be jealous.
0: Maybe I am, Tony. Maybe I am.
1: <laughs> Matt Cross, MLW, hasn't been there since what? They say two thousand four, two thousand two, something like that.
0: Uh, not, uh, yeah, two thousand four.
1: I think it's a great get. I think Matt Cross fits in with MLW.
0: Here's my thing with the MLW, T Donk, K Dog. Okay. Shoot, I feel like they bring all these like guys in, but they're not. They don't do anything with them. Like they're just kind of there to kind of, like they're a name on the paper, and then outside of that, like they're not involved in any like major feuds. There's no major stories with them. I mean, the last year it's been Injustice vs. Contra Unit, this goddamn fucking Team Lawler against Devon Eric's.
1: Well, yeah. in fairness, Devon Erick's teamed up with ACH, fellow Texas ah. boy. What? Yeah, I mean.
0: No, I was just saying, ah.
1: I know. And TJP and Buku Dao had their little feud going.
0: There was no blow-off to that, was there?
1: Yeah. Buku Dao won, didn't he? Uh,
0: who, I attacked, who attacked Who Buku Dao? Do we ever find that out? Oh, shit. Because TJP a- got suspended for that, but there was no, we never got clarification that it was him.
1: It was probably TJP.
0: I like Davy Richards being there, but is like—is this like a one-off thing, or are we gonna get like Davy Richards going after Jacob Fatu or Hammerstone?
1: Well, that's the thing because we have Hammerstone. I mean, how is this gonna play out? Hammerstone beats Fatu while he's the national champion, and then they have a tournament for that.
0: For a new maybe national. Else...
1: Yeah, maybe somebody else steps up. You know, maybe Davy Richards wins the thing. Maybe Matt Cross wins the thing. I don't know. Maybe Jordan Oliver wins the damn thing. Maybe we get an injustice feud. I don't know.
0: Can uh, can Richard Holiday just get rid of the IWA Caribbean Championship?
1: Well, he's got to defend it against King Muertes in some Caribbean nonsense.
0: Caribbean rules, anything goes, baby.
1: I didn't realize in the Caribbean anything goes. Isn't that isn't that
0: Las Vegas? Look, man, we're doing jungle fights. We're doing anything go matches.
1: Remember, where did where did Savio Vega and Muertes fight in front of Chichen Itza in Mexico? <laughs> Remember? or remember when Mads Kruger and fucking and and uh, Hammerstone fought at the power station?
0: Yeah, thank thank God we're gonna be back in front of live fans, and 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 we're gonna get to see, you know. Hopefully they could pick up some of these storylines
1: yeah, a lot of that was dog shit. They, they they did a few good things with with some of these stories, but a lot of it was just and it was filler, dude. I mean, what else were they gonna do? You know?
0: I, I know, I know, but like. You know, like, I'm excited for this Lee, Moria- Lee Moriarty. I'm excited to see him. Uh, Arez, I'm interested in this EJ Ndanku.
1: Yes, he's a big boy.
0: I'd like to see more out of Calvin Tankman. I think Davy Richards and Alex Kane are good signs. Um, you know, I just, I want to see, con- I hope that when Jake Fatou's loses the title, that's the end of Contra Unit. Because I don't like Contra Unit. I don't like the shit in the middle of the show.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of done with it too. It's been going on way too long. They need to fucking end it. It's got to. It's got to fall. It has to.
0: And I'd like to see what's next for Myron Reed, the MLW Middleweight Champion.
1: That's right, the the young goat. As much as I hate the goat nickname, I I kind of like it for him.
0: All right, what do you got against goats?
1: I just I just yeah. I, I like goats. I just hate... goatist. It. I hate the phrase "goat." It just sounds like it's the, not a you, phrase. Yeah, but when you think of the greatest of all time like goat as an acronym just doesn't work for me you know what i'm saying
2: it works perfect i think it's
1: terrible it's terrible the goat i'm the fucking goat yeah man fuck
0: it that.
2: spells goat
0: i yeah. know but it's still dumb i kind of i i can see goats are not great animals
2: why not know. goats are fantastic they do no. yoga and all that stuff
0: no oh hot yoga with goats they fuck just that, stand man. on you that's annoying
1: that's incredible yeah fucking annoying goats my
0: cat weighs way less than a goat and when he stands on me it fucking hurts and I'm like get off me
1: it's a shame goats aren't delicious I'd be fucking eating a goat every week goat chops goat milk is good goat cheese is good goat cheese is good good. but they're fucking annoying animals like yeah like cows cows seem pretty cool how often do you encounter a goat a lot of times Kev. everybody's a goat nowadays and they're fucking awful no I'm talking
2: about like an actual goat how, how annoying can it go? How many times in your life do you actually see the animal goat where you classify them as annoying? They're annoying. I'm, You've I, never I, seen them at the zoo?
1: I goats agree. are fucking stupid. They're dicks. They're almost as bad as llamas that fucking spit at you. Fuck them. Fuck them both. Goats and Are llamas. they worse
2: than people? Yeah.
0: 100%. Goats are worse than people. Yeah. I yeah, mean, you're people wrong.
1: suck, but goats are just the fucking bottom feeders.
0: What is, then, the greatest animal of all time?
1: Ah, the greatest animal of all time—the
2: goat. Oh, Jesus, that was bad.
1: A fucking boo.
0: <laughs> what is the goat of goats? No, well, no.
2: I mean, I don't know any specific goats, but like, if you want to talk about animals, my favorite animal—not
0: your favorite animal. What is the greatest animal? If we're going—if we don't
2: what's well, it's the—it's the, it's the king. It's the lion. The Easy. lion.
0: Yeah. Why is the lion the greatest?
2: Because who's killing a lion?
0: I a mean, lot of animals kill. Some lions fucking do rich douchebag with a gun, probably.
2: Oh, okay, all right. Well, then
0: I'm not saying no. So uh, we don't. I I'm kind of with Tony. I don't think a goat is great.
2: I'm not saying a goat is great. I'm saying it's not a douche.
1: Matt, I pose this to you in in the vein of Larry, Steve: Is the pig the greatest animal of all time? Ooh.
2: pigs are cool
1: Because a pig is a cool animal And it's fucking delicious as fuck And you get like 15,000 different meats out of a pig
0: And a pig will eat a body If you had to get rid of a body
1: Pig is the most versatile animal I would think that the pig is the goat I guess
2: We might be overthinking this What about just like a dog Dogs. I like dogs
0: Yeah dogs are pretty great You can't eat a dog
2: Well Oh wait we're talking about food
0: no, I'm just thinking no, no, no. about whole, you know, as a whole, you know, like, you know, there's only one Shawn Michaels because he has all the tools, you know, he's got everything, right, but, he can do it all.
2: But, but you're talking, you're comparing, like, a wrestler to, like, an entire species. Like, I don't know, I don't know a lion on a personal level where I can call him the Shawn Michaels of right, lion. Like, you
0: don't eat lion, so, like, that's off the table. You can't eat a lion. Can you use, like, a lion mane for, like, some clothing? I would hope not.
2: How about birds? Birds are cool. No, No, birds birds carry disease. Shut up with your freaking birds. Birds are cool. Get out of here. I hope
0: Matt's cats
2: eat your birds.
0: I I tell you, I tell people all the time, my cat weighed another 60 pounds. He would eat my fucking head. (laughs) Your cat would be a lion. Bring I hear our guest is here. Bring in Trish. I want to ask her what she thinks the greatest animal of all time is.
1: This would be a great opening question.
0: I'm full of great opening questions.
1: I know this is what this is why you do what you do
0: a podcast
1: ask questions
0: oh boy yeah I'm a, a wizard at this
1: No, yeah, come on dude you're a Your shining questions, wizard questions have been a lot better you've my, improved a lot in 10 years yeah well you
0: know with time right that's what they say
1: um
0: like a fine wine
1: what do you, you got a mega man shirt on tonight I just noticed my Kenny that.
0: Omega t-shirt
1: oh well there you go but Kenny What's Omega
0: it? man it's 80s? uh, it's very soft, so I like wearing it.
1: Yeah, just like this comfortable Shining Wizards Kevin shirt is available at ProWrestlingTees.com. Then
0: Then they just right. have their 4th of July uh, uh, sale? Yeah. Did they?
1: Yeah, 20% off deal. They run a bunch of them during the year, though. So if yeah. you can get on this
0: one, you can get on the next one.
2: I didn't even realize it was happening.
0: Dog is up there. Cat is probably up there. I know there's dog people I, and there's cat that's people. That's annoying, though.
1: Some cats are real cool. Other cats, like, they can't be bothered with anybody. And that that, that just puts me off.
0: I mean, that's, like, great for me, you know.
1: Yeah, but then that's like having strangers in your house then. Like, a dog will come lay by you. He'll let you rub his belly. He'll cuddle up next to you when he knows you're feeling blue. You know, a dog knows you.
2: I'm actually cat sitting for my neighbor. Not cat sitting, but I got to make sure they don't die for the next (laughs) week.
0: All right. Just make sure there's water. Water is important. Water and dry food. They'll be fine.
2: That's it. And I got to, you know, change the poop.
0: The litter box, yes.
2: Yeah.
1: Do you have one of those automatic ones where, like, once it poops, it scoops it up automatically?
0: Who? Me? No, yeah, well, you, no those things are Those things are bullshit. They don't work? I don't know. Dude, I got two cats.
2: Are they, are they bullshit or are they catch shit?
0: I got two cats, and they're both used. We got two cats upstairs and two litter boxes, and they both use the same litter box.
1: Well, no, why not i mean you don't use a separate bathroom from your wife do you we got two bathrooms in the house yeah but you guys use the same one no
0: me and rihanna do yeah but my if i'm downstairs i'm not coming upstairs they're in a the closet running around like idiots just use the one in there it's clean huh. they gotta use the same one over here they're driving me crazy
1: this is too much it's not too much you. I like this. Trish is uh getting her stuff together and she's uh she's flexing with the belt there. I like Hello. it.
5: Trish, how oh, are yeah. you? <laughs> I was like, I can't hear. Her. Okay.
0: All right. So uh, I mean, before you joined us and we're 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 joined by by Trish Adora, uh Ring of Honor. She just got her ticket to Gold a couple of weeks ago. Very excited for her. She's going to be in the Women of Honor tournament. But we're talking animals. Greatest animal
5: ever. Ooh. <laughs> oh y'all put me on the spot yeah, I totally. have to say the elephant All right, see people. I like, I like the,
0: the, the elephant that's we didn't come up with elephant we came up with lot
2: baby elephants are adorable
0: yes yeah. <laughs> baby okay. elephants step on your head though it'll pop like a grape well, if, anyone, if anyone
2: steps on my head I'm pretty sure it's popping like a grape
1: I've seen videos with baby elephants though they're like they like they like to cuddle they like to lay around and stuff I wouldn't do that with one of the full grown ones but a little baby elephant sure. be a lot of fun <laughs>
0: What about a giraffe?
5: Yes, those are nice too. Giraffe, yeah.
0: Let's see. Like a big, long neck.
2: Leopard's with the spots are pretty cool.
5: Yeah, but
0: leopard eat your face.
1: Yeah, a leopard will take you out, dude.
0: See, giraffe, right. you just give it a bush; it's good. Yes, give it some romaine. I fed a giraffe in Dallas; it was right. fantastic.
5: Monkeys—they're super versatile.
2: Yeah, huh. very athletic, very athletic mm-hmm. animal. That's right.
5: What about that guy that got ripped apart by the monkeys?
1: Don't oh, forget that. How about every time, like the monkeys are running in the streets, they'll just like take things from people, like their food or like their their phone and stuff like that.
5: Very yeah. smart. And then you can like train them to do tricks. Yeah.
0: They're sneaky man. They're so sneaky.
5: Nah,
2: I think the word you're looking for is
0: resourceful. Nah, man. You want no? Cause they got the tail, and that's like an extra set of hands. Yeah. yeah. They grab something. They grab like <laughs> I don't know. They jump on my fan, and then now I got their hands and their feet. They can take shit as I walk by them. <laughs> But they're non-opposable. Yeah, I'll be like I'll be like talking to somebody, have my drink in my hand, and whoop, it's gone. And then he goes out the doorway; he's gone.
1: So you don't like seagulls either, then, because seagulls will steal food right out of your mouth.
0: Seagulls
5: will steal anything. Seagulls are the worst.
1: They're
0: gross.
5: All boardwalks. Yep. All right, so I like
1: birds, don't like seagulls.
0: Trish is here, though, not to talk about seagulls and giraffes and monkeys as much as we would love to continue talking about the greatest animals of all time. She's here to talk ring of honor. Uh, she's here to talk about her wrestling career. Former, uh, She's a U.S. Army vet. She's a Wounded Warrior Project alumni. Uh, she's a champion, and she's getting her shot at the Ring of Honor Women's uh, Championship Tournament, which will be happening later, later this summer. Your reaction when Maria tells you the video's on YouTube, it seems super genuine. Did you know that you were getting your ticket to gold?
5: No, I did not. I not. I was like, "All right, let's let's chat, you know." <laughs> I knew at that point, you know, I I lost my match. So I was just kind of like, "All right, I wonder what the what the next step is." And they kind of sprung that on me, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> was like cool can I come right now I'll I'll leave right now (laughs) I have all my stuff packed right now
0: (laughs) you you have been wrestling for quite a bit of time during the pandemic though how different it is is it for you to be wrestling in front of no fans especially down there in Baltimore
5: yeah no fans is uh I don't know it's just it, it helps you focus on other parts of you know your game that maybe you weren't exactly focused on before but Really, um, it did feel like something was missing until you know you learn how to adapt to that, of course. But it felt like there was like somewhat of a connection missing. I feel like I wanted to kind of look at somebody or kind of you know reach out to somebody a little bit, you know. So, entrances are <laughs> a lot more you know they're just different I feed off the crowd that's a part of my wrestling style pretty much so uh without them it feels like their their absence is very felt
2: you you touched on something so good like how how fast can I get there like for this like how like that's like an old wrestling thing like someone gives you the opportunity like you go like if you always have your gear in your trunk or yes. or, or, <laughs> or stuff like that whenever you go some places like how true is that and how often do you feel like wrestlers take advantage of that?
5: Oh, that's so true. <laughs> that's how it's. You know, it happens. It happens a little bit more often than I would have thought, at least to me. So, um, yeah, you, you kind of get lucky sometimes. You're in the right place sometimes. You know, the recipe just so happens to work on that day. You know, so you just end up having certain opportunities present themselves. Funny enough, um, I got to go to Japan because I just so happened to be in the right place at the right time you know um if i could do a side story really quick i hope you don't mind but um at, at hoods at hood slam in california they uh, they were having a show i went to the show and uh there was going to be a wrestle one seminar there and they would choose two winners to go to japan to uh, train under the wrestle one dojo and i had no idea there was going to be a seminar on that day i was like oh shoot um i didn't have enough money for the seminar so one of the uh, other students paid for me to go to the seminar i was like oh wow thanks and i went to the seminar ended up getting picked so it's just being at the the right place you know what i'm saying when the recipe works it just works so
2: that's awesome it's such a great story like it's such like one (laughs) of those like like one of those like like feel goods like just like You know, like when that someday maybe A and E will do like a special on it or something like that.
5: I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) That would be super cool. Yeah, got to wrestle in Kerrigan Hall.
0: Really cool. (laughs) Okay, so you went to Japan. I got it. I ask every single person that's been to Japan this. Oh. (laughs)
5: Because Lance
0: Lance Archer Lance Hoyt did the show and he told us that he ate raw horse. So I ask everybody. The by the face you made, if you're not watching the video on Facebook or our YouTube channel, I'm gonna guess Trish has never eaten the raw horse. Um, no, okay, so that answers that question. But did you, exp- did you, did you take part in any of the, the delicatessen's deli- delic, delic- <sighs> delicatessen's English just speaks delicacies, English delicacies in Japan?
5: Um. I went more of the, the sweet route. I definitely indulged in a lot of the foreign candies and stuff like that. Um, I didn't go too crazy. I didn't go any horse or anything like that. Um, I had a piece of squid jerky. It was about as crazy as I got, but it tasted pretty – it was very salty. I, I, that's very stark. It was very, very salty.
2: Oh, did, did, you, did, you, did you snap into a slim squid?
5: Oh, <laughs> oh, boo! Oh, Ooh, yeah! <laughs> it was a tiny bite, you know. <laughs> so you, we mentioned
0: the crowds here not being around. Now you wrestled in Japan. What's the difference with with the crowd in Japan versus the American fans?
5: Yeah. So there's just this. Politeness, I want to say, but not to say that you know. Not saying that our fans are not polite, but there's just this. They they watch things a different way, and and it's like they clap and they're very appreciative, and there's just there's like an appreciate appreciativeness woven into like the culture of their fandom, you know, which is really cool how they um, you know how they treat wrestling there, you know um. So, yeah, it was very, very interesting. Uh, For some reason, you're kind of waiting for the roar of, yeah, that was so cool. You know, sometimes you, you wait for that and, you know, you don't quite get that there. It's a different vibe overall. So it took some getting used to, but.
0: Was it a little culture shock when you came back here and you were greeted with the wonderful words of wisdom from our amazing American fans? (laughs) <laughs> one
5: fall am I right <laughs> we're
0: on the line with Trisha you know? Dora the, the Afropunk at Trisha Dora 202 on Twitter and Instagram now as you can see I have my wonderful ROH pals around me but you have a little bit of gold over there is that the Pan-African World Championship You're, uh, yes. that's on display
5: yes yes it is
0: 507 days and counting what is it meant to be the Pan-African world uh, wrestling champion to you?
5: It's been, it's been such an interesting ride. You know, sometimes I just, I don't realize everything that I got to do until I kind of just stop and go, wait a minute, I got to do some really cool stuff. You know, I just changed my set and I'm going through some of these pictures and I'm looking at some of these really fun, cool things that I've gotten to do. And I'm just like, Okay, so I'm actually moving the needle in a positive way, you know. Um, I told myself that I was gonna make sure that wrestling was better off, you know, once I was all set. And to be champion, I'm hoping that I'm living an example of someone that can actually do that, you know. Um, to hold this up with honor, defend this against all competitors, you know, I I hold this with pride. It, it makes me feel good, even you know, even outside of the ring. I feel like I even like hold my head up high, you know, my my shoulders are back, my chin's up, you know, I feel more confident overall. So.
0: And you, 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 you embody it like an NWA spirit as the champion is you don't just defend the title in, uh, in fight club. You've done it. You've defended in GCW, you defended it in, um, OWA good, good trouble, uh, out in Ohio, you are defending the title everywhere. Um, how would you feel about adding the Ring of Honor women's title to your bag? Is it too too much luggage, too much baggage for
5: you to be carrying around? <laughs> no. Never. <You> don't <laughs> no mind. such thing. Don't you say that. What do you mean? <laughs> More luggage, for sure. <laughs> I, would, I, I would love that. I, I would love that to be the first Black Ring of Honor women's champion. That would be... That'd be a crazy notch, you know. Um, I'm hoping I could uphold that with honor should I be choosing to do that. So
0: Well Maria Canales Bennett chose you for a reason to be in this tournament. The field is starting to shake out and we're seeing some heavy hitters in there. How do you feel about the competition? There's Willow Nightingale, there's Nicole Savoy. Uh, Mandy Leon, Max the Impaler, who I think is going to be a problem for everybody, especially with Amy Rose by her side. Uh, is there somebody in the tournament you could maybe hope to see later on down the line? Maybe you know get get a little beat up a little. They've they've got a little you know a little rubber taken off the tire there. They're not at a hundred. Hi Nelly, thank you
5: for showing your <laughs>
0: showing your butthole to our guests. You're the best. You're the best.
5: Thank you. <laughs> but yes. Um, I would love to tie it up with Nicole Savoy. That would be, that would be a good time. Allison Kay, Max the Impaler, of course. Willow, we've uh, gotten to tie it up outside of uh, the Ring of Honor banner. So it would, be, it would be such a moment to be able to share that with her under their banner as well. So all very stiff competition, you know, but I do keep my training up um, about as much physically as I do mentally. So I feel very prepared.
2: You touched on something which I think we can't really overlook the fact that potentially you could be the first ever African-American Ring of Honor Women's, women's Champion. Um, what would that mean to you? And just talk about being a featured Black athlete in professional wrestling now. It just seems like it's, it's come so far, like it's, it's getting better every single day. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about that? And what would that honestly mean to you inside?
5: Oh, that, that would be so cool. You know, representation is so important. You know, when I was younger, I was watching wrestling and I I understood what was happening, so to speak, but it was hard for me to really connect with what was going on. I started seeing Jacqueline and Jazz on my screen and I was like, what? <laughs> I thought that was the coolest thing ever. You know, i had never seen, you know, they, they were strong women, you know, they were yeah. smart women, you know, and, and they were always treated with such respect. You know, they were always tough. They were, they were beautiful. I had never seen anything like that before. I was like, okay, maybe that's for me. You know, maybe that's something, something for me, you know, um, to be able to live that and take those steps in that direction feels really good.
4: (laughs) You know, I mean, look, if it
5: wasn't for jazz or Jacqueline, I don't know. I could have been a librarian, you know, (laughs) (laughs) know? (laughs) hopefully somebody sees me and is like, oh, okay. I can do something cool. I can push the envelope. I can do something I never thought I could. So
0: and, and if you're following Trish on our social media at Trish Adora202, you recently had the opportunity to meet Jazz, right? Yes. How
5: we got to work together. That was very, very fun. Um I I can't even say enough good things really um, just to be able to sit under her learning tree and just to be able to talk about what it meant to be like a black woman in the business coming up, you know, and how things have changed some pointers for myself, you know, just telling me to stay the course, you know, I just, I needed to hear that and I needed to hear that from her. And it was, she, she took time out to care that she said it to me. And I just, that is, that's such a full circle moment for me. And I, I just don't take that for granted.
2: I, yeah, I so. can't imagine. And she's still doing, I know she's on her retirement tour, but she's still doing amazing stuff with impact wrestling, you know, mentoring the women in that division. Um, so I think that the wrestling world benefited a whole lot for the longer jazz can stay in the business. I think we all benefit from it. Right.
5: Absolutely.
0: Oh. A- and if she has her managerials license, I'm just saying. You say, Jess, come, Jess, come to come to Ring of Come come watch my back. Look, you can't trust Amy Rose. Ro- you can't trust Amy <laughs> Rose. You can't trust the allure. Alright? If For Trish real. is gonna get far in this tournament, she's gotta she gotta bring in the hitters, alright? For real. Quite and, the
5: landmine I'm operating through
0: right now. That's it. There's <laughs> look, the the deck is stacked against you and not in a good way. You're also I mean I hate to bring it up, but Miranda I mean, you're you're zero and two against her in singles and tag matches and Ring of Honor. I, yeah. I, are you? Yeah. worried? Is that in the back of your head? Like I don't want to see her in the first round because she has my number. Hmm.
5: I'm plotting revenge. You know, I've been training up. I've gotten a lot a lot smarter. I, I'm look. I, I can't get caught off guard again. You know, I really can't afford to. You know, tournament Trish is like in full effect right now. So I really can't afford to get tripped up. No more surprises. So. If I happen upon Miranda, I know what
0: to do. I like tournament, Trish. I'm excited yeah, for this. A lot too. Well, uh, Ring of Honor obviously is, is going big with this women's uh, world championship tournament. Will you be at best in the world this weekend?
5: I'll be there. I, I
3: will
5: I'll make it there. a point
0: to say hello to you if I see you.
5: Yeah, for sure. I'll Matt, be on Matt picked now. up real quick. She was
0: like, I'll be
2: there. Then Matt was like, well, you know, I will
0: say <laughs> I always like to be sure to say hello to past guests of the show. I will be taking the trip to Baltimore. As a fan, as you mentioned before, a wrestling fan, what are you most excited to see this weekend at Best in the World?
5: Ooh, oh my gosh. There's, there's so much. I'm. You know what? I really like Dan Cowson a lot. You know, um I really enjoy this work. I enjoy <laughs> that. Um I'm enjoying seeing him in PCO. I'm trying to see what that's gonna look like. It's so. gonna be crazy. I'm sure that's USA. gonna be <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna go crazy. So oh, yeah.
2: Should that's be fun be so to good. see. So I don't wanna put you on the spot with this kind of, with this kind of question, Uh-oh. but being no, where you no. are. Gonna, no, no, it's just because <laughs> it, it could be awkward if, if the answer is like no. Um <laughs> like were you growing up like as a a fan because ring of honor has been around just as as long as probably just Mm -hmm. about any wrestling company in the world did you like embrace yourself in the ring of honor history like do you know like is there anyone in ring of honors past that you really enjoy watching like the most
5: yes actually you know um once i began to start training that's when i I was kind of sat down and i was like all right so you kind of got to open your world up a little bit more so there's certain things that i just wasn't privy to growing up certain channels you don't have you don't right. get those magazines so you're just not privy to certain information so um ring of honor was the first thing that i dived head into about like five or six years ago um so i started watching on somewhat of a backlog so I'm just trying to like go backwards and work backwards and um watching Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe's work um, because their styles are something I would like to closely emulate or s- some things that I enjoy watching, watching Sumi and even getting to train under her as well yeah. at right. the um, Worldwide Dojo in Pennsylvania has been pretty fun too. So just reaching back and like watching those <coughs> very, very fun stuff.
2: Awesome. That's cool love Sumi.
5: Who yes. who
0: doesn't love Sumi? I'm not going to lie. She may have been mad at me last time I went to a Ring of Honor show because she was a heel and I yelled at her. What? She's a heel. What do you th- expect to happen?
1: I'm sure she's used to that.
0: Calm she down. was doing heel shit. <laughs> I do like her shirt with the funny looking cat on it, though. <laughs> I got to get me one of those Sumi Sakai shirts. Uh, now, you don't just do the women's wrestling. You have tangled with the men. Uh, and the thing that sticks out the most to me is the 60 minute Iron Man match with Tony Depp at beyond wrestling that happened earlier this year. And then for those not familiar with it, you did a no ring death match. Yes. What it, first of all, what the, f- <laughs> I'm going to say, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what?
5: I thought the same. I thought the
0: same. <laughs> no ring is so what it, for those not familiar. Like myself, I can assume it is literally no ring, but is it, are you just like in a, like a
5: room? No. Um, so it was like a stage, right? It's like a pretty cool, like music venue, the sound bar in Orlando. Very, very nice. Um, the properly spaced with just enough space for you to go crazy and do cool stuff. But you know, just enough space to where it's still like more of an intimate setting. So with every glass that breaks, everybody gets hit, <laughs> and they like it that way. So, <laughs> trying to um, buy into that somewhat was a challenge, but I got to work across from Chic, which is I, res- I respect Chic a lot. So, um, it was very interesting <laughs> being able to being able to operate under that. Um, I definitely got a cut or two, but. <laughs> Not as much as everyone else that night. That night, that was a that was a crazy night. Y'all gotta watch that. That was uh Ethie's Fear the Gay Agenda. It's a crazy show. It's
0: one of those shows where you are you you win if you walk out with less less cuts yeah. than everybody else. And then on the opposite spectrum of, spectrum of thing, sixty minute Iron Man match with Tony Deppen. Yes, I mean
5: yes, that. That was nerve wracking. Um, just every layer of that too. It kind of came about like early February. And um, when the date got set for, you know, Valentine's day, I was like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, all right, maybe they'll say it'll be in August or something. But they were like, you know, the date had got set pretty early. You know, the challenge got late, Everything just got, you know, I felt like I was kind of caught up in a whirlwind. I had very little time to get ready, which is which is why you kind of just stay ready. You know, you kind of stay in third gear. So something like that is just very trying on just mentally and like physically. <laughs> um, just And there were no, no fans there too um, for that as well. So that really, my, my lifeblood, I really felt completely out of my comfort zone then. You know what I mean? And um, just working for the first time under the Beyond banner. You know, I hadn't met Tony prior and it was just, it it was all pressure, <laughs> you know? So just trying to go through all those paces and just making sure I was keeping myself right. Those time cues, they, they echo in my head sometimes <laughs> when, okay. I'm, when I'm all alone. I just hear like those time cues and I'm just, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I can't watch an hour TV show, let alone think about yeah putting together an hour wrestling match. It must've felt like an eternity for you out there.
5: Oh my gosh. The first, when I hear five minutes had elapsed, I was like, Oh no. I was like, Oh no. At that point, I was like, Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of this. Um, Very nerve wracking, but I, I use those time cues to my advantage. You know, and I used Tony's arrogance to my advantage. <laughs> He's got no shortage <laughs> of <for> that. So <laughs> that's,
0: that's awesome. uh. And you mentioned that was your first time and beyond, and you've had quite the track record there—wins uh, over Tony Depp and wins over Jordan Oliver. You've also spent time with Wheeler, Utah, and recently um, Logan Easton Larue. Um, h- how important is it for you to be getting out there? I mean, look, Tony Depp and for an hour. In Beyond Wrestling, that's nothing to sneeze at. If you were looking to put your flag in the map, I think you definitely did it. You throw on this Ring of Honor uh, ticket to gold. I mean, you're just your star is shooting, kid. Um, oh. Don't you're doing it, not us. We're just along for the ride. How how important is that for you to make that impression with the Beyond Wrestling fans and and the people at Beyond Wrestling?
5: That's that's huge for me. Beyond has like such a large following, you know, um, over three million followers on YouTube. Uh, They average so many views per show, per taping, uh, prominently featured on IWTV. And they're partnering with uh, WWR Plus now. So there's like a lot of really good things. So, I mean, this was the perfect time and I'm happy to be working under their banner. I'm happy that, you know, they've accepted me as their own. I'm happy that Drew, you know, believed in me. You know, that's, that's important. You know, a lot of times you'll want that, you know, out of, you know, your boss, out of your promoter. So I, I'm happy to have that.
2: Yeah. And you kind of, you brought up a good point in terms of like like places like beyond places like GCW play uh, a lot of these independent companies. How important do you think these places or independent wrestling in general played into where you are now and where you could potentially go in the future. Like independent wrestling still has a real legit like importance in wrestling, correct?
5: Yes. Yeah. Um, I, uh, it really wasn't until maybe like the the last two years or so that I really started to understand that, that there's like a real path in independent wrestling. I was so hung up in trying to, uh, the goal was to work for, the biggest companies, you know, that was the goal. And, you know, that's not a wrong goal. There's nothing wrong with having that goal, but it it was in the grind of working on the independence. It was when I was in the UK and I was sitting on my luggage because my luggage broke and that was like the 15th sandwich that I had because it was all I could afford. And I was like bawling, crying. And I was like, that's it. This is how I'm going to learn, and this is how I'm going to grow. I pound the pavement, and I, I make those vows to myself, that's never going to happen again. And I keep my journey going forward. And having those experiences really made me, like, appreciate what independent wrestling has done. You know, it's made me so much more appreciative of all these really lovely things that I get to do. <laughs> you know, thinking about me almost getting stuck in Japan because I almost missed my flight. You know, me running to, I got to the airport with like an hour left, you know, before. And with an international flight, you just don't have that kind of time. You know, I'm racing up to the terminal and I'm like, this will never happen again, you know, and I'm just like dragging all my stuff and I'm like, fell. And it was just like, holy crap. But I, I caught my breath like halfway during the flight home, you know, so just having those experiences, I'm just like independent wrestling really shaped me as a performer. So I, it's invaluable. It's invaluable to my journey. So.
2: By the way, my, my neighbor who knows literally nothing about wrestling is watching. And he said, we are so funny. I like Adora. <laughs> <laughs> so,
5: so oh.
2: <laughs> that's a legit, that's a legit truth right there. So it's incredible.
5: Well, hey you- neighbor. <laughs>
0: Won't you be my neighbor uh, at Trish Adora 202 on Twitter and Instagram? Give her a follow. Whatamaneuver.net slash collection slash Trish dash Adora. Buy a Trish t-shirt, neighbor. Yeah. Support Trish. Yeah. The Afro. Sure. The, look, the Afro punk. She's going to have so much gold. She's going to have to buy more luggage to carry all this shit in. All the new yeah. merch. All right. So she's going to need a couple extra shekels. So go over there. What a what a maneuver dot net slash collection slash Trish dash Adora. It's on her social media. Support her because we're look we we this could be groundbreaking. The first African-American Ring of Honor Women's Champion. This is amazing. Now, let me ask you a question. Being at Ring of Honor and working with people like Shane Taylor, how much has that helped you? Because Shane's been a huge he's been a big friend of ours. For a couple of years, and he's a huge supporter. Everything we put out to promote you, Shane has been tweeting and retweeting, uh, and we know he's huge in the in the movement in professional wrestling to bring recognition to African American athletes. How how important is your relationship or getting to learn under his tree? Uh, is it just as invaluable as learning from Jazz?
5: Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, being able to talk with him he he's treated me like a peer, which is which is invaluable, you know what I mean? He's, he's talking to me, he's, he's letting me know the do's and the don'ts. And it's very important to kind of have that mentorship at every, at every level, you know. Um, it didn't always feel like I had that. So now that I feel like I have like a little community of people that, you know, I care about, that I can reach out to, that, you know, care about my content, you know, whose content I like sharing as well, you know, um, just having that community is so awesome. You know,
0: Shane's Shane's very very kind, very good guy. All right, let's ask. We're gonna get this. We're gonna ask some weird shining wizards questions now for oh Trishadora, right? First, Trish, I don't know if how was your Fourth of July?
5: It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I just um chilled, hang back, nothing too crazy. Um, right. I live in D.C., so it took me about an hour to get home. Oh boy. Um. <clears throat> An hour on top of what I would normally get home. I was hanging out with my homegirl, but she lives down by the monument. So trying to get back home was a chore. So it took me like about an hour and a half to get home. Um, but it was pretty chill. Nothing okay. too crazy.
0: So we were t- t- we watched the hot dog
5: eating contest, right? You know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's funny? I went out to eat with my homegirl and the hot dog contest was on <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah free check.
0: nelly nelly you're killing me nelly you're killing you're literally nelly what's, what's his name
5: jaws is that the guy who won
0: joey chestnuts or... i don't know what's his nickname jaws yeah that's
5: his name jaws, yeah. that's his His nickname is jaws and i'm just like interesting all right yeah. so For sure. sorry
0: nelly you gotta go
5: Oh,
1: poor Nellie.
0: Look, it's one thing if Nellie's going to show her butthole to you guys, but I can't have Nellie showing her butthole to all the guests, okay? It's inappropriate. It's unnecessary.
4: That's
0: right. We'll get canceled. That's right. I don't want to get canceled. First of all, okay, so we had this discussion before. How long, how many, no, what was it? How long can you eat a hot dog in under a minute? Just one, just one.
5: Not comfortably.
0: <laughs> I'd be really? kind of miserable
5: about it, honestly. Cause to eat it under a minute, I feel like... Just one hot dog. I need 10 minutes to eat a hot dog. <laughs> really? <I need laughs> a minute, that's kind of quick, right?
2: I'm 120 pounds, and I said I could eat 10 in 10 minutes.
5: In the 60 seconds, I could eat one hot dog. Right. Yeah, I think, can't I, have I, any yeah, mustard don't, don't, on hey, no, it. mustard.
2: Don't sell yourself short,
0: kid. All right you hold got it you got it. hold on, hold on because we had this <laughs> no morning.
5: mustard, I can do it in a minute.
0: Can you do it with, would you put ketchup on your hot dog? Yeah, a
5: little
0: bit of ketchup. I'm out uh, Matt, Matt I got her listen, if Adora is
2: on my side, I adore her. Oh wow that's, <laughs> that's all that matters oh to me baby. you were saving the good ones for best of
0: fucking boo. I put ketchup
2: and mustard on my hot dogs. I don't care. Who knows it? I'll scream it from the rooftop, Trish, all right? And I'm glad that she'll put ketchup on her hot dogs, too. All
0: right. Well, uh, oh, I just turned my mic off accidentally. The cat's knocking things over. I'm upset about ketchup on a hot dog.
1: I don't know why, man. Just I don't know. It.
0: it just seems like.
1: Do you put ketchup on anything? Who? You.
0: Yeah, we had this conversation before.
1: I just want to know. Let Trish know what she walked into now. Uh oh. Anti ketchup? Anti-ketchup?
0: No, not yeah, anti ketchup. Anti ketchup on a hot dog.
1: He's a ketchup Ooh. bully when it comes to hot dogs. He really is. Like he oh. made he made Kevin painful wow. for five minutes that he put ketchup on his hot dog.
5: Yeah, really made me feel bad. I feel that way about mustard, though. I, I'm not a fan. Yellow mustard's the worst mustard
1: ever. How about spicy brown mustard? Yellow mustard.
5: I like that one, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, what else? Brown, like... <laughs> brown mustard is good, too? Those it like, she was yeah, like golden?
1: I'll even go for a Dijon sometimes, too, but not on
0: the hot,
5: <laughs> yeah, dog. Like hot dog. Yeah, all those. Not the yellow one, though. The plain one is just... The yellow's kind of cool. like fake mustard.
0: Let the record show. Tony oh, has Tony hasn't said shit this whole interview. And then we start talking about food and he's all in. And I'm the fat slob.
5: No. All you out there Food's in TV the land. Wow. Food is the best. That's a good part to jump in on.
0: What is a, what is that's the, a t
2: shirt if I ever heard one. Food is the best.
0: <laughs> what is your go to food stop when you're on the road?
5: Oh wow. See, I'm an athlete. See, I can't be telling all myself like this.
4: <laughs> okay. You would be both.
5: Jeez, um, let's see. I always end up stopping by the, um, like the Wawa's or the Sheets, or you know those kinds of things. Oh, I miss um,
1: Sheets. sheets are so yeah,
5: good. then I get like a, I get like a giant, and then I get like, <laughs> then I get um, <laughs> these gummy <laughs> bears, and then I get beef uh-huh. jerky. And then I get like a bag of chips sometimes.
4: Alright.
5: And then I get like these two seltzer waters. And then I usually get something chocolate, like some type of Snickers or something like that.
2: Do they got the old squid jerky at the Wawa? <laughs>
5: Whatever, y'all. <laughs> Whatever, okay. Give me grief about this jerky though. But yeah, I don't know. I keep it I keep it pretty I don't know. I don't
0: snack too hard, but you just named everything at a Wawa's. You don't snack. <laughs>
5: Name like nine <laughs> snacks. <laughs> no, I don't snack too hard. Yeah, <laughs> like she me. checked off
2: every single aisle at the Wawa. <laughs> they,
0: there's a <laughs> Wawa. Oh, there's a. <laughs> there's a Wawa by my job. They see me at least three times a day. It's the most uncomfortable. Right. Every after the first uh, interaction, it's very uncomfortable. They're like, weren't you just? I'm like, just ring me up, please. How <laughs> long day ahead of me? Oh, this is awesome. What, in terms of the women's tournament, if you could pick your first round opponent, who do you think? And I'm not saying any of this would be easy, <coughs> but is it someone like a Roxy? She's a very young talent. This is all you know, big <coughs> stage for her. Um, do you prefer someone you're a little more familiar with?
5: I know you have a couple wins over Willow. Hmm, that's a good question, because first-round psychology is very important. And with someone I'm already familiar with, I'd be nervous about meeting her later on after she's gotten some steam behind her, too. Hmm, I have not had to think about that.
0: Well, while you ponder (laughs) that, let me hit you with another question, right? (laughs) Shanae, look, there's a lot of... I don't know what Maria Canella ben is ben is doing. First of all, she's got too many goddamn names. All right, I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> wow. And, no, because she's messing with my girl Vita Von Starr now. She's throwing her out of the tournament. Ah. I don't like that. How do you – where do you <laughs> – do you even get involved in the shenanigans? Do you? Are, are you even concerned? What if Vita Von Starr decides she's going
5: to destroy the whole tournament
0: and get involved in every single match because it's payback to Maria?
5: Well, I got to adapt quick then. (laughs) I did say I was going to be ready for anything, but now that you say that, I'm decidedly (laughs) not ready for that. So (laughs) I'll figure that out. Um, hmm.
0: It's hard to prepare for crazy.
5: Yeah, that's that's true. Hmm. A lot to ponder. A lot to ponder. Oh, there is a lot to ponder. Maybe me and Willow can lock it up earlier on. Or maybe, yeah, Roxy that'd be.
0: Yeah, because I think she's a little. The Roxy's mm-hmm. a little younger. She might be the the bright lights might be a bit much. Yeah. you know we're it looking at a be. we're looking at a long journey here. We are get the finals. You know, easiest row. Yeah. What did I say? Work work smarter, not harder. Not bad. Mm-hmm. For sure. Just saying. Just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> I had another question. Oh, what makes you the Afro Punk?
5: Yeah, so I love um, the
0: nickname, first of all. It's fantastic.
5: It's a great it's a great name. Oh thank you. It's it's a fusion of um it's it's like uh it's really like a counterculture. It's uh underground, so to speak. It's uh it's of the diaspora, it's for people of color, it's for the LGBT community, you know what I mean? It's um a way for you know, African-Americans to, you know, show their pride. It's a way for people of the diaspora to show their pride as well. Um, it's an attitude, it's in what I wear, it's in how I treat my people, it's in how I choose to live my life. You know, um, a lot of the morals and a lot of the values that I have lend to that as well. Um, it's, it's one big, it's a celebration. It's a celebration of cultures.
0: Well, Trish, this has been a celebration of you and this wonderful journey that you're on. We thank you graciously for your time. Again, at TrishAdora202 on Twitter. And Instagram, please give her a follow. She's got her link to her t-shirt store up there, net slash collection slash Trish Adora. Grab a t-shirt, support Trish. Uh, keep your eyes peeled because she's not just showing up at Ring of Honor. She's doing Beyond Wrestling. She's doing the WWR stuff. She's doing Effie stuff. She's doing GCW stuff. She's doing Alley Cats hot girl shit. She's doing it real. Excuse me. Alley Cats real. Alley Cats. No, no. Right. It's real. Alley Cats. Real uh, hot girl shit. I know she changed her. She's not Allie Cat anymore, but yeah. a couple months ago she was doing hot girl shit. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Trish, before, you let, before we let you go, English is not my best language. I apologize. Um, <laughs> anything you want to leave the fans with before we let you get back to preparing for this Women of Honor tournament, the big weekend for Ring of Honor this weekend, anything you want to leave with our fans, your fans, the people listening?
5: I just want to thank everybody, you know, um, this has been such a cool ride so far. It's only going to get cooler. Um, I appreciate everything that everybody's done. Every like, every share, they mean so much. You know, every time I get to come on and, you know, chat with people, they're they're furthering my message, you know, we get to help each other and grow together and it feels really good to be able to do that. Um, I'm hoping that you all can lean in and just, Watch everything go down. I'm really excited for these next couple months. Um, my IWTV, uh, The Life of, is going to be debuting on August 1st. So that's going to be pretty crazy. You're going to be able to see me like you've never seen me before. I get to I, I, I talk a little bit more. You, you know, um, I don't think that vulnerability is a weakness at all. Um, I'm more vulnerable here. Uh, even more so than normal so it's going to be an interesting look at all the things that have gone on in my life so
2: (laughs) incredible thank you so much for everything that you do and you stand for it's awesome thank you
1: and if uh, awkward matt approaches you don't be afraid he's awkward with everybody at the wrestling shows so you have that to look forward to
0: (laughs) i just be like what's up Just from a distance. We got to keep our distance still. I'll be like, what's up? Right, uh, right. Now she's going to run. I get it. I understand. (laughs) I could be a little creepy. I don't know what to tell you.
1: A little. He's very creepy.
0: Trish, you've been phenomenal. Thank you so much. Uh, We will be cheering you on and best of luck going forward. Yes. Thanks,
5: y'all. Thank you,
2: Trish.
0: Thanks for joining us, Trish. Appreciate you. At TrishAdora202 on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you're giving, them, giving her a follow. Support her and everything she's doing. Watch her become the first women's uh, African-American women's champion in Ring of Honor history. Watch her on Beyond Wrestling, IWTV. Watch her day in the life of.
1: Mark it down. Ring of Honor winner. It's going to happen. Is this your pick? Mark it down.
0: I like it.
1: Mark it down.
0: It's a good pick. (laughs) Trish, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your Monday night.
1: Thanks again, Trish.
5: y'all
0: too. Peace. Oh, peace.
2: That's it. Incredible.
0: All right, Trish Adore. Give her a follow on the Twitter and the Instagram. Be sure to keep your eyes peeled for her. She's doing great things in the world of professional wrestling, and she's making a name for herself uh, in Ring of Honor, Beyond Wrestling. She's really killing it. So, be sure to follow and watch Trish.
2: Yeah, like literally, like my neighbor who, who I'm cat sitting for is watching. I don't think he's ever really watched before. He's like, I'm a big Trish Dora fan now. Like that's like oh. that's so Oh, right. she's still here. I didn't even realize.
5: Okay, sorry, y'all.
2: I'm no, out of here. It's
5: like... <laughs> Oh. I had no idea. Okay, I'll see you all around. Trish, thank you. Oh,
0: if you uh, if you follow us on social, I'll reach out to you. We'll uh-huh. get you. We'll get you a T-shirt. We have shining wizards T-shirts if you want one. But,
5: okay,
0: for sure. Let me follow all. All right. See y'all. Bye, Trish. Have a great night. Good night. Y'all too. God, Kevin, you gave her the boot. <laughs> I, th- I
1: thought we. I thought it was over. Oh, Kevin was boosting up, saying these great things, and then he looks up and he's like, oh,
2: she's still here. I didn't know, because we're uh, like he's he's sending me like the passcodes and like and, and stuff like that like or whatever like so so I keep his cats alive, and he's literally watching. Saying his name is James. He's actually an actor. He's a really good actor. He's been on a lot of TV shows, and uh, and he also said <laughs> that ketchup and mustard appropriately live harmoniously on hot dogs. Oh
0: jeez. I think your neighbor just followed us on Instagram, uh, Twitter too. Mountie something. I wasn't gonna say his last name, so yes, that's him. Well, it's his
2: handle, right?
1: Yeah, cool. Kevin, is he, is he the Mountie, or is he not the Mountie?
2: He's not the Mountie. Okay. I, I gotta really gotta pee. All right,
1: Trish. Hey, I don't know. We got other stuff that we have to burn through really fast. We got games to play. We're running short on time because I don't want to be up till midnight like they do on Wednesdays. But Kevin, what do we always say around this time? Back after this. We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping.
3: So grab a lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pits. You're recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Brea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast, live every week on rantemradio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, com, and termbubblethrowbacks.com.
0: Are you tired of being told what to think
1: and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you?
3: Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is... For yourself and make up your own mind that's where we come in this is justin and vince your hosts of inconclusive breakdown we are a weekly anti-pc podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin
0: if you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world then give us a listen every sunday anywhere you get podcasts at least till zuckerberg and twitter jack de-platform us
3: and as always we're proud members of the shining wizards network
0: tired of the pc police telling you what you can and cannot say
1: want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it since 2013 the midnight jury is that show travel back to the malls and arcades pop in your vhs and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead conan tell them where to find us
3: fans, you want something awesome? Check out Wrestling Night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network. We're three Canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling. Every episode we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd unique interview as well. So grab a cold one and check out Wrestling Night in Canada. Hey.
5: Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on ranceemradio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag join the Mark Order because if you don't find us, we will find
2: you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name?
1: Uh, I'm Alan. Alan.
2: Oh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah brothers that's right yeah oh, right, the that. mother same mother and father your room was
3: is...
2: we
0: shared the room shared a room right. share the room thought i knew your
3: face yeah we go
0: there. way back mate yeah, yeah. yeah we
2: should do a podcast then
0: we have we do we do a podcast, we do a podcast. what's it called the Broadcast. yeah that was planned yeah no, yeah
2: well what do we do We spell it with a K. So, mate, take it easy. And so my
1: fellow yes. I didn't realize these guys burped in the end of the commercial.
0: Uh, you know, they do it different there in Australia, right? Down under. We spell it with a K. Hey,
1: you're my brother, ain't you? All right.
0: Well, if you're my brother or my sister. wonder if they spell Kevin with a C down there? There's only one way to find out. Ooh. But if you're my brother and sister out there and you want to support myself, Kevin and Tony, the Shining Wizards, go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, And for as little as $1 a month, you can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. $3 a month is your best bet. You get four bonus episodes. Uh, the month of July is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think we're doing Victoria, uh, In Your House Canadian Stampede, um, A Crossword Puzzle. And a watch-along. So definitely check us out. Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. We're going to thank those that support us. We're going to start with Brendan Haney. Uh, my man, Roll. Whoa. Kerry Cowling. Uh, the Bergman. The LeBron James of Mattel Elite Figure Collecting. Uh, Matthew, Bru- <laughs> Matthew Birch. The True Prince of Pro on the Twitter machine. David Henry Bauer III. His pal Antonio Hosserman makes experimental music at HarvestmanRecords.Bandcamp.com. Michael Hammond. Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock. I'll be meeting I'll be meeting Thomas at Ring of Honor this weekend. I'm very excited to meet old Milwaukee Tom, Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock, whatever fucking name he's going by. I'm very excited to meet him. Uh, Jay Cop, Big Cop of Pump from the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Aren't they celebrating some kind of anniversary this week? Ninth anniversary this Friday. Yeah, I mean if that's what you're into, enjoy it. You know, whatever. (laughs) I don't know. What? They don't fucking support us. Uh, Kenny Hossie, Scotch Drinks More. Uh, Mark Parloni. Mark, happy birthday. birthday. Uh, Christine Friesendorf, Matt Mellinger, Matt Garifo. No relationship to the KJG. Catherine Hensler at OnDeckIC.com. She's definitely starting her fans only where you can get pictures of her feet, so check that out. Uh, Brett Simonello. What do you hear? What do you say? Uh, Ryan Schlong, the glue that holds together the Wednesday night show, because that is just falling apart. Uh, yeah. Sean Calejo. Hello. Sean Toe. Sean Toe. Uh, Anthony and Danny Russinello, the AOP of the SWP. Uh, Manny Kratzo, the king of the Shining Wizards. Kathy Hummer, the queen of the Shining Wizards. Big shout out to Ryan Arthur over at Elementary Brewery elementary.com but ryan's gonna make us our own personal brew for next week Fuck yes when we get back in studio so that should be super duper interesting and of course last but certainly not least mr william mercier jr
2: lives are gonna be in william mercier's hands you know what i mean
0: oh i know I know, K Garf. That's right, Big Willie. And-
2: I actually just bought a a, a figure off of our uh, Patreon supporter, Kathy Hummer. Bought a AEW Kenny Omega Series Four. Oh, look at you! That's I'm, I'm Matt. I've given up trying to find them in the wild, so they come my way at a good price. I'm taking all past guests, uh, figure wise, so. Yep. Got my Santana and Ortiz coming tomorrow, and I think Omega should be here on Wednesday. You
1: guys should do a uh, separate podcast called Go Figure.
0: That's actually oh. a really good idea. We're looking to expand. Well, Matt, Matt can't he, handle Monday
2: or Wednesday, so we, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin him. No, I well, can't well, handle Matt's Wednesday. Qu- he's, Matt's quitting Wednesday
1: anyway, so you guys could probably do a Thursday. You know, Go Figure.
2: Yeah, but didn't he do this before? Didn't he try to like work this in the thing he was quitting before? Yeah, see, but this one's real. This no, real.
0: it's not real. I am just literally like the Tasmanian devil Wednesday nights. I am a fucking maniac when I get on the show. Like here oh, you're I am a dick. Let's say what it oh, is. You're a dick. Here I am organized. I think I steer the ship. Poor Anthony has to steer the ship, and I am like a maniac. An absolute <laughs> fucking it's hysterical uh it's a great listen if you're in the aew check out the wednesday night show mark order podcast i do it with anthony and kate uh and the ryan schlong comes in with a little tip of the schlong uh truth
1: bomb i am not into the aew and i still listen to the show and it's fucking hilarious
0: i will, I we have a lot of fun it's just you know i usually come in from work and then it's late night and we go for like three hours which is fine but three okay. hours on monday nights Means we end at like almost ten o'clock. Three hours on Wednesday nights mean it's like one thirty in the morning.
2: God damn, bro!
0: <laughs> it's, God a damn. Gr- it's a it's gr- a you know it's a great time, and they bust my balls. Uh, and we bust each other's balls relentlessly. But seriously, if you're an AEW fan or a wrestling fan, just check it out. It's Wednesday nights. It's right after AEW. It's on the rant, and it's on Facebook. Facebook.com/slash/markorderpod. Uh, make sure you're following us. Uh, we're having a good time over there talking to AEW. Um. We got a ton of shit. We don't have to cover everything. If you want to listen, uh, if you want to talk AEW, tune in to Wednesday night. Uh, Money yeah. in the bank is shaping up for WWE. Oh, fucking woohoo! You know what? I just realized doing these notes today. This is gonna you hate Tony, no Tony. This is gonna this is gonna just bring so much joy to you. Right? What's that, Matt? July 17th and 18th, Saturday and Sunday, Impact and WWE pay-per-view. You know what that means, buddy? Double the picks! Yes, w- sir! <laughs> fucking A, dude! I love this
2: fucking business. Love it so much. Matt, before we get into to that, do you want to just touch on the uh, the whole Jim Ross thing?
0: I mean, we can. He called it WWE Dynamite at the end of the show. Yeah.
2: Tony, I mean, Matt probably talked about it on Wednesday. Tony, what what is your take on on Jim Ross and what, not what should happen, not like anything will happen, but what were your thoughts on it when you heard it? There's
1: two things here. One, he made an honest mistake. But two, and we've been noticing this going back a few years when JR did Wrestle Kingdom. And I don't want to say JR doesn't care about wrestling anymore. I don't know if JR really gives a shit anymore and it has nothing to do with not giving a shit about wrestling. I just think like, he's just like, he's got zero fucks left to give. I mean, the guy spent what 50 years having Vince McMahon yell in his ear all the time. So like, I think he's just like at that point in his life. No, see,
2: well, all right. So I was not expecting you to have that take. I think Jim Ross cares just as much now as he ever did about wrestling. I think that's true. I think that's sincere. I think he loves it. I think he loves his job. I think he's having a blast in AEW. But, and I have two, I had two schools of thought on this. And Matt, I'd like to get your take on it as well. Like, obviously, like the initial one is like, all right, get over it. It was a mistake. It happens. I'm sure like Cody, I'm sure the Bucks don't give a fuck, whatever. Just let it go. It happens. But the timing could not have been worse yep. for that kind of mistake to happen. 100%. And if I'm, if I'm like Tony Khan, or if, even if I'm someone at Turner, depending on how much they care, I'm like, you're going to call our show the direct competition show. Like after that, like I'm making a phone call just to see what's up. I'm not saying he's got to get fired. I'm not saying he's got to get even removed from commentary. But I'm making a phone call, bro, because that's, like, it's it's your job. And, again, mistakes happen. It's wrestling. It's unlike any job you could ever have in your entire life. But if you make a mistake like that in any other line of work, that's a fireable offense. And I'm not saying he should be fired. He won't be fired. You know, Go on, and we'll forget about it in two weeks. I get it. But I'm, like, at that time, I'm, like, after you play that amazing video and you, and you make that slip – Come on, Jr. Come on.
1: The thing is, it's real simple in that situation. If you and I mean it's Jim Ross, he's like one of like one of the people that you know uh people look to when they ask, like, who's the greatest announcer? Who's the greatest you know, match caller of all time? And it's hard to argue against Jim Ross just because he's called so many iconic matches
2: he's the goat he's uh, let's tie it back let's put a bow on it he's the goat
1: i hate that fucking word but i will agree (laughs) with you in the sentiment anyway the point is like police yourself if you have a hard time differentiating wwe and aew in your mind just call it dynamite just call kenny omega the world champion You don't have to say it. And let Tony Schiavone, whose fucking contribution is, that's right, uh, JR, and that's right, Excalibur, let him fucking pick up the slack. Fuck it.
2: You know? And JR says it in his podcast all the time. When he's criticizing somebody, it's like, oh, this isn't a knock on him. This isn't a knock. This isn't a knock. This isn't a knock on JR. It's just how many weeks in a row can we go where he has to take to Twitter to either apologize for something or defend himself for not apologizing for something. Like, every week it seems to be a story with JR.
1: I also, I also feel like uh, JR is a heat magnet at this point in his career. I think a lot yeah. of people in AEW, even fans, like, especially fans, maybe don't want him calling the action. And it also doesn't help that he would post, like, these fucking, like, thirst pictures all the time and, like, respond to people be like, you know, like, looking good so-and-so. And so and like, oh, horny old JR, you know, at it again. So, I don't know. I agree. He shouldn't be fired, but definitely like, hey, Jr. Come on, we got to tighten this shit up a little bit. You know, yeah. And I was I talking it. to this KTG happens, about this. You got to tighten it up. I was talking to KTG
2: about this. I'm like, put like, go to a give him a YouTube, sh- give him a YouTube show or something. Like, give him one of those shows. Like, don't put him on because Excalibur and Tony Schiavone could definitely just do this job by themselves. Like, they're. They're very good. Jim Ross is it hasn't been. He's been more good than bad, but it's always that one moment. Like this was like the exclamation point on all like a series of one moments. Yeah, really, just kind of make you wonder. Like it's okay, man. Like people, people have to retire. People lose their spots. Like athletes, do it. It happens to everybody. But sometimes just- you just don't have it. It's not mm-hmm. a knock.
1: It gets to my point where like maybe J.R. is just like, you know what? I made a mistake. Fuck it. I, you know, zero fucks left. Matt, what do you think?
0: We're live, pal. <laughs> uh, honestly, I With put JR? it out on Twitter the other day. He worked for WWE for like 25 years. Yep. Right. And he made that that same exact call. For fifty-two weeks, for twenty-plus years, probably. I'm not defending it, but it's a mistake. I still call the WWE WWF.
2: Yeah, always. Yeah, will. that. See, I saw you. I saw you post that. That's that's
0: that's not an apples to
2: apples comparison.
1: It's yeah, Kevin's right. I mean, you're not you're not. The I fucking understand, but it's
0: not yeah. the fucking be all end all. I do agree with you guys though. I don't. Don't let him do the call letters. Either say we'll be back with Dynamite, or let Excalibur. Or Tony Shavani. Just say Dino, AEW Schiavone, Dino. Let Shavani throw it around. Shivani was great at that stuff. But I don't disagree with you. Like he's getting old. Like, yeah, you know, to Kevin's Again, point, he can't yeah. do it forever. You know, go do. A, do we have a, a lightning lightning thing over there, Kevin. You okay?
2: Yeah. No, the, the one of the lights in the basement is flickering. They
0: tell oh, someone God. telling you to get off the stage.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm getting I'm getting the hook, like Atlantic City. Uh, no, I don't disagree. I just don't. The problem is it's it's very much like uh, Howard Stern or the, any of the Conrad podcasts. People listen to him because they like him or they listen to him because they hate him so much they want to pick him apart. And there's all the WWE yeah. fans who, for some ungodly reason, can't watch two wrestling shows. They just have to watch WWE. So when they see this, it's just... Easy to get on your fucking computer box and go type, 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 type. Again, not a great look for AEW or Jim Ross. And back to your point, Kevin and Tony, he probably shouldn't be making the call. And I don't think you'll see him be making the call anymore. I think Jim Ross should probably stay off of Twitter. For an older fella, he probably doesn't need to be on the Twitter. Especially with the way fans are fucking fickle about everything uh and they're just probably just gonna and he you know if you listen to his podcast red ass jr gets so red ass all the time i get only dude i can't even imagine right i look at some of these people when they tweet shit and then like i look at like the favorites and the likes and the retweets and they're in the thousands i hope homeboy has his notifications off (laughs) could you imagine how that works could you imagine his mentions? He probably gets a fucking million mentions, and he knows. He knows the minute he says that. Unfortunately, it's a it's this day and age where his mind would not go to. Ah, I just fucked up. It's I got to deal with the fucking Twitter trolls now. Yeah. Goddamn, I gotta go fucking Twitter. I can't just go and... home and put my balls in my barbecue sauce, as <laughs> <laughs> you, know, so you know the
2: funny thing put, is, put barbecues meatballs anyway.
1: I, I I was thinking about uh, Blade Braxton again the other day when, when this all came up and it was like he was doing Angry Jim Ross before Angry Jim Ross became a thing on WrestleCrap Radio and every fucking thing that he did, it's 100% JR in 2021. 100%. Except he would always end his conversations with go fuck yourself and then hang up. JR hasn't gotten to that point yet, but
2: Jr is ready for a few GFYs. It's getting there.
0: Not that we know. <laughs>
2: I mean, if if at the very least, just let Tony Schiavone talk more than you. Like, is that is, and is that okay? Is that too much to ask? Or like, even just come out for like, like when Jericho does commentary, it's a big deal. And Nate actually made this point to me. Like, bring JR when it's when it's important. Like when it's a match with somebody he knows a lot about and he can talk to it. Like a big match, like when Jericho comes and does commentary, it's awesome. It's a big deal. Make that like a JR thing and let him come in and bring his insights into it at uh, in a match with like Chris Jericho or a match with you know Omega or or something like that. Like, I just don't get
1: rid of Excalibur, I... let Tony Schiavone do uh do the play by play and let let uh, Jim Ross do color.
2: Nah, Exc- Excalibur's good, man. Uh, I guess caliber's good. I think Jim Excalibur can... and Tony Schiavone, dude, put Jim Ross with like the big show on one of the. Uh. No, I'm telling you, man, because th- they know each other so well, they've they've known each other forever. Tell me, the chemistry between them on like one of the 18 YouTube shows they have wouldn't be good.
1: Put Big Show and Mark Henry together.
2: I want to nah, hear. You can't because they couldn't fit at the table.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, wow, Kevin making fat
2: jokes. Not making fat jokes. They're huge. It's the Big Show and Mark Henry.
0: <laughs> the two largest men we've ever seen in wrestling.
2: All right, you're not gonna get hot about it. Jeez. Well, I'm hot. All right, Jim he doesn't Ross want. Is
0: done. He doesn't want them to. I say. I say. I say. I'll sit on you. <laughs> <This guy's laughs> what are you,
2: Mister Klemp or Michael Klemp? Michael in the office. No, not
0: uh, Tony, you put in a text message today. Don't forget to talk about Zelina.
1: She's back.
0: Yes. Great. That. That was it. I.
1: Here's what I don't <laughs> understand. Like she's a proponent. She's like. We need unions. I'm pissed off that you didn't let me keep my Twitch channel or whatever it was that she does and, you know, fine. So she got released. Like she asked for her release. I don't remember how that all went down. But then she came back. Huh? She was released. She
2: got released.
1: Okay. But, but she was mad at them because she couldn't do her Twitch. And then she's mad because they're not unionized. But now she's back, and she can't have her Twitch, and there's no union. So, like, is she a little hypocritical here for going back? We don't know
2: that she can't have her Twitch yet.
1: I'm assuming because nobody else can. And it's Selena Vega. It's not like it's, like, fucking Trish Stratus coming back. You know what I'm saying? So, is she coming back?
2: I think a lot of what happened with them was was they re- they've made a lot of these cuts really hastily without consulting like everybody apparently like it was just like Nick Khan, his references and then people like triple h or other people in the in, uh, in the company realized like same thing happened with samoa joe samoa joe came back well yeah samoa joe's like the big it was like we should not have done this for these people and so that's why i think from what i read today Zelina vega and WWE made some sort of, you know, they each gave a little bit in the negotiations and they worked to a deal that made Selena Vega happy. And she came back. Right,
0: Matt. And, and taken to just keep this in mind. Now in November, we were still a full blown lockdown pandemic mode and these people weren't out on the road. And I don't know what bearings that had on their contract or if, You know, live gates obviously affect their pay, right? You know, and all these people were using these other... I think on... And I've never been on Twitch once in my life, so I apologize if I speak out of turn, but I'm pretty sure there is a tip mode on Twitch, right?
2: Yeah. Or, like, you subscribe and you have to pay... just like anything else
0: right and
1: and there's all kinds of
0: shit Yeah, and she's a goddamn smoke show and you know how creepy wrestling fans are so i'm sure she was making good bank on her twitch which was probably helping offset the fact that she wasn't out on the road all the time um Yeah, I don't know if she's hypocritical. I just think times have changed, and maybe she came to the realization that this isn't the hill she wants to die on, especially when things are opening up. WWE's going back out on the road. Um, Money in the Bank will be in, what, two weeks, and that'll be the first live pay-per-view since uh, Elimination Chamber in Philadelphia. So, I I don't know if she's hypocritical. I just think, you know, she decided to... She got released, and... Allegedly, it was tied to the fact that she didn't want to get rid of her Twitch channel, and I guess the sides decided uh, on something, as Kevin said. Yeah. I see no problem with it.
2: Yeah, I got and if it, and this is going to be a completely different role for her because Andrade is no longer there. She's gonna be a she's gonna be a wrestler. She wrestled on SmackDown, lost, but wasn't completely, you know, bring you back to bury you sort of thing. So, I, like, I wouldn't be shocked. If she wins the woman's money in the bank, I think maybe, maybe Liv Morgan might have claimed to that. But... I think,
1: I think she got eliminated from, uh, no, no, that was no.
2: she's in it. I thought she lost a match to somebody. Did I, mean... I don't think that was a qualifier.
0: It was not a qualifier. Sonya Deville if it put... was,
2: I think she's still in it.
0: Yeah. Sonya Deville put her in and then Liv Morgan came out and said she had to beat, uh, Carmela to get in. Um, and she said, why did, uh, why does she get to get in? automatically, and then Sonya Deville made the match between the two, and Liv eventually rolled up Vega, but Vega is in the women's Money in the Bank.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, so I wouldn't be shy. I feel like it's going to be one of them, too, because they've been really kind of rolling with Liv Morgan, uh, so it could be one of them. We'll see. Uh,
0: at the end of the day, it won't make me put on SmackDown, so I don't give a shit.
2: Fair point. I, I Did I watch SmackDown? No, I, I checked in and out. Just like I did with every show this week, other than Impact, which I actually like, actually fully, fully watched. But I'm telling you, SmackDown's not the worst show in the world.
0: No, but it's a Friday night, and if I'm home on a Friday night at 8 o'clock, I'm not watching fucking wrestling, I'll tell you that. I'll be in the backyard getting shit-faced, trying not to fall into the fire.
1: I got I got I invited to uh, SmackDown and Raw in the Thunderdome. And oh, I've I been getting
0: to... fucking invited, too. You know what I do? Delete.
1: Yeah, I delete them, too. I don't know why you just stringed out on delete. I don't know if you noticed that. No, I
0: didn't. <laughs> delete. 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 All right, so this is what Money in the Bank looks like right now, guys.
2: Oh, boy. Give it to me, baby.
0: Roman yeah. Reigns and Edge. Great. Right? Bobby Lashley, oh, Kofi yeah. Kingston. Of course. Uh, Friday night it was announced. Uh, women's SmackDown Championship match. Bianca Belair in, uh, defense against Bayley in an I Quit match.
1: Oh, boy. As as if Hell in a Cell wasn't the be-all, end-all. Now we get an I Quit match.
0: Well, Rhea Ripley will defend her Raw Women's title against Charlotte. And this is what our Women's Money in the Bank looks like. There's still two spots remaining, but these are our participants right now. Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Carmella, Zelina Vega. Oh,
2: Alexa Bliss is in it? She might win.
0: Shut up. Alexa, shut up. (laughs) Alexa, <laughs> your men's money in the bank, Ricochet, Johnny Morrison, Matt Riddle. I'm sorry, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens. And we have two qualifying matches tonight. Shinsuke Nakamura against Baron Corbin and Seth Rollins versus Cesaro.
1: Wait, Shinsuke and Baron is
0: Smackdown. So oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. The- it's actually King Shaka.
2: Cause okay. he's the King
0: next Friday SmackDown. I'm sorry. So this Friday SmackDown,
2: my name is Eric. Boots. Yo, I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. Oh boy. Depending on how this Roman Reigns storyline goes. Oh, Shinsuke Nakamura will be world champion again by this time next year. Again. Our uh, for the first time. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. First time. Yes.
0: Uh, Real quick, just want to go through this. NXT's Great American Bash is taking place Tuesday night. Adam Culver's Kyle O'Reilly. MSK defends the tag titles against Tomasa Ciampa, Timothy Thatcher. Candice LeRae and Indy Hardwell defend the women's titles against Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. And LA Knight defends his million dollar championship against Cameron Grimes. We also have a new NXT North American champion in Shane Strickland as he beat Bronson Reed. Also, oh, Tony's. Means- I'm sorry?
2: You know what that means.
0: He's going up. That's it. Uh, Tony, did you see your girl get knocked the fuck out? Yes. Scary shit.
1: Yes, very. And the referee stopped it and got her help. Is she okay? Uh, she's a little concussed. I don't think anything
0: came of it. Other I think than she went concussed. to the hospital, but I don't think anything else came out of it. She went to the hospital to get checked up on. Let's go hot button issue, boys. WWE right. Peacock finished their top 50 greatest WWE tag teams.
2: Let's I feel, do it. Run them, run I, by I us. I see
0: a lot of eyes rolled. I'll go from 10 to one. All right. 10. The British. You might British. have to go. You
2: might have to start with 11.
0: I don't have 11 <laughs> on my sheet, so 10 no, is I the. I think Brit- 11
2: was like Demolition was 11.
0: Probably. 10 yeah. is the British Bulldogs. Nine is Kane and the Undertaker. Eight. Uh,
1: wait. Kevin, Demolition was number 11, by the way. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Uh, Number eight is the New Age Outlaws. Number seven is the Usos. Six, the Legion of Doom. Five, the Dudley Boys. Four, Edge and Christian. Three, the Heart Foundation. Two, the Hardy Boys. One, the New Day.
2: I got no problem with the New Day being number one.
0: I don't
1: understand how the Legion of Doom makes the top ten.
0: I agree with you. I don't. I don't understand how Bulldogs make the top ten. To be honest with you, I don't.
1: You. I don't get that one either. But and that's a little more understandable. As maybe? much as
2: I love
0: the Heart Foundation,
2: they're not number three. I'd they're put not.
1: them in the top ten, but they're not number three.
2: They're not. The Dudleys are better. Edge and Christian are better. No, I could say that the New Edge Outlaws are better.
0: What are you basing that on? Number
2: of reigns.
1: Oh, yeah, New Age Outlaws, I would see them as a top five team, 100%. Definitely top 10. They deserve to be in the top 10. 100%. Legion of Doom does not belong in the top 10. Number of reigns, length of reigns. You put the Steiner brothers at 17 and Legion of Doom is in the top 10? Come on.
2: Legion of Doom is better than the Steiners in WWE. But not top 10 worthy. I think think LOD is top 10 not not based
1: on WWE alone
2: I think so no, but then well I think the, that, the, I think well the, the nasty boys should be top 10 then too
0: I think you have a better argument with the nasty boys versus the legion of doom based on their WWF run
2: yes the nasty boys should be there
1: the nasty boys were number 41
2: that's that's ridiculous if if LD is 6 in WWE and the nasty boys are 41 that's absurd where's money inc on this list
1: i am looking money inc is number 36 all right ranked below Jericho, show which was number 35 all
2: right so i don't like the makeshift teams being on there Kane and undertaker i'll let slide but the mega powers are on here the rock and Sock connection there. are on the list rock and could be on there they won the belts i'll give them that
1: uh team hell no but they also won the belts yeah um, Jericho's on here. They won the belts.
2: There's, all right, I'll, 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 you know what? I'll, I'll give them Jericho.
1: Yeah, but still, Mega Powers is number thirteen, and they were in existence for less than a year, and, and then one nev-
2: and never won the belts. Yeah,
1: the are number fifty. They never won titles.
2: I'll give them a slide at number fifty just because of who they were and what they've.
1: Kev. Do you agree with the Rockers at number 14? They never won WWE gold.
0: I think they just get that spot because Shawn Michaels was in the fucking tag team.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, that's 100% right. But a 14 spot. We look at it through so many different like lenses. Like... Like the LOD, we can look at like through all like in the hard Foundation I feel that as much as I love the hard foundation, we look at them through these rose-colored glasses. They're not. They're, they weren't. A be- they didn't have a better career than the Dudleys or Edge and Christian no, or the Hardys.
1: But they. But the Hard Foundation did have longevity. They met, they got back together. One more gold later on.
2: Yeah, that two runs.
1: I don't. I, like, top ten, you can make an argument. Top three, I gotta go against John. Oh no,
2: they're definitely top ten. They're not. They're not the third greatest tag team in WWE history. So no chance.
1: What What is your what is your argument on the New Day? Do they deserve the number one spot?
2: Yeah, I think I don't hate that they're there. I, I think they've you done can make, enough to yeah, earn you can, it.
1: Yeah, you can make that argument. It's, yeah. it's, it's an argument I'm not 100% sold on, but them being there, I'm sort of okay with it.
2: But now here's the thing. There's three of them.
1: Yeah, and it's all three of them. Just like Demolition is listed as all three members on this list.
2: Yeah, because they did have the belts when Crush did come in.
1: Just like Undisputed Era is listed as all four members, which doesn't make sense because I don't remember Adam Cole ever winning tag team titles. I think he
2: did defend it. I think he did. with. um...
1: If he has a defense, then that's fair.
2: I think he defended once with, like, Kyle O'Reilly or something. All
1: right, if you want to go Freebird Rules, if you never actually won it but defended it. I could be wrong about that, by the way. There. I mean...
0: Now, let me ask you a question just to circle back to this. When you say Reigns, right, mm-hmm. you're just saying the amount of times they've won the title because when you look when you look at things, like, Dudley boys have been champs eight times, but they've combined Reigns. None of the Reigns have been over 50 days. Doesn't matter. It's the wins.
1: It's not just the wins. Like when you think, when you think attitude era tag team wrestling, it's Hardy Boys, Edge, and Christian Dudley Boys. Like those were the teams.
2: I mean, combined days definitely matter. And I think it's like an algorithm that you just have to plug into each other. I think the amount of wins matters, and I also think the length of the reigns matter, but I don't think you discount either one like as being more important than the other. Maybe length. Is probably more important, but I still think the amount of wins are important. So that's why you... Ric Flair is still coveted as like the greatest world champion of all time, even mm-hmm. though he's lost the belt just as many times as he's won it. He's still considered the best
0: ever. So when like you look and Tony, did Adonis and Murdoch make the list by any chance?
1: Uh, let me look. Um, the okay. East
2: West Connection.
1: Yeah, but it would have been Adonis and Murdoch. I do not see them on the list. Oh, no, that was, no, that was Ventura. Both. Bull, uh, Bulldogs no, and, and Ventura and Adonis. Bulldogs only they, had or, the title. South connection was with uh, was Adonis and Murdoch.
0: Yeah. Uh Bulldogs only held the title once, but they had it for almost 300 days, which when you put them in the list, just to give a perspective of, of the amount of days held, it's the 10th highest. Well,
2: let me ask you this, Matt. Where were Paul London and Brian Kendrick on this list?
1: Paul London and Brian Kendrick, which uh, list? Kevin? Number I'm sorry. thirty-nine. Number thirty-nine.
2: They should be in the top ten.
1: What? Oh, based on timing? Yeah. If you're going to base it on that, sure.
2: Yeah, they. No, they. I think they should be in the top ten regardless. Yeah. I mean, sorry. hold on. Hold that's on. a really long title reign. Probably. I think it was the longest since Demolition. I think.
0: No, because the New Day passed it.
2: I think, Well, no, but that of course because they were after that. But I, at I, the time, they were the longest reigning since demolition. I think.
0: London. Yeah, they were three thirty-one or three thirty-four. It's two different numbers here. Wow, that's a long reign for them.
2: Dude, they were so good. And granted, the tag team division wasn't at its best then, but they were. They were so good. You had William Regal and like David Taylor. You had M and M. You had I mean Deuce and Domino. Whatever. Um
1: Yeah, but you look at at Edge Christian, Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys. I argue that time for tag team wrestling was probably the best in WWE history.
2: I'd argue argue that probably since You have
1: so many other teams that were involved in that era,
2: you know? Probably since like 87, 88, 89. Probably the best since then. Because you got to remember, back then you could you could fill two Survivor Series teams with tag teams.
0: Yeah, and they weren't slouches either. Those teams were. Yeah. were pretty good. I don't have any qualms with the list. Um, I think I'm with you guys. I would definitely bump the Legion of Doom. Yeah,
1: I, I still don't understand how they're number six. I I don't. I don't, I, think, hard, I don't think Hard Foundation's number three. Mm.
0: I don't know. The, demol- the demolition thing is just a spite thing by the WWE, right? Probably.
1: And how about how about Undertaker and Kane top ten?
0: I don't like that. Yeah. I'm not
1: a fan of it either. I don't
2: like it, but i it's like it's like we talked about before, it's not the hill I'm gonna die on.
0: I mean No, but they're the fucking brothers of destruction, like they're two massive hulking dudes.
2: Yeah. Who they're
0: to your point, Kevin, were just singles guys that they threw together and they made a yeah. tag team.
2: That's why the mega power certainly can be on the list at all. I mean,
1: like you look at the wild Samoans, three time tag team champions, monsters in their own right. They're at number 15. I could easily see them being bumped up close to the top 10. If not in the top 10.
2: I think it's, I think it's a lot of recency bias and a lot of rosy glasses that people don't want to see through. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Like Nikolai Volkov and the iron Sheik, number
2: 26. Oh God, they shouldn't be on the list.
1: I mean you can argue they should be on the list. I mean WrestleMania 1, tag WrestleMania 2. Eight.
2: But after that,
0: right. Would you be mad if you f- switch them and the Nasty Boys just based on position?
2: I would no I would I would take either one of them in either spot. I actually I would, I would I would I don't know if I'd put Nikolai and Sheik
1: that low, but I could see that argument. I would put the Nasty Boys in this. I gotta say,
2: I would have to see I mean I I totally read the whole list. I would have to just see it again. But I mean I'm not going to argue 41 and 29 you know what I mean like it's just like the top 10 is just a little a little bizarre New Day i give them number one no problem with that
1: but Kev Batista and Ric Flair number 43
2: no get them out get them out right now Tony kick them out (laughs) done get them out they're out they're done you're out of the list we did a whole tournament on this. They weren't even included in our top sixty-four. Hundred percent. I
0: don't. Uh, Ring of Honor is best in the world is pretty much shaped up. Uh, we're gonna have to make picks on this. I don't know when you guys want to do this, but this is what the card looks like. Hour one, uh, Flamita against Rayoris. Pco and Danhausen against the Bouncers. Ring nah. of Honor. Ring of Honor six-man tag titles are on the line. Shane Taylor promotions. Shane Taylor, Moses, and Khan defend against the unlikely trio of Dalton Castle, Eli Isom, and Dak Draper. Uh, last man standing, Josh Wood, Silas Young. EC3 Flip Gordon. Brody King, Jay Lethal. Pure Championship, Gresham defends against Mike Bennett. TV Championship, Tony Deppen defends against Dragon Lee. Uh Roosh defends the world title against Bandito. Plus, I think we might get a tag title match that involves uh Dickinson and Homicide against uh Rhett and Tracy Williams. But don't you know I'll wait and see them announce that.
2: Am I the only one that's not on the Dan Housen bandwagon?
0: You don't like Dan Housen, Dan Housen. I'm Not a big fan. Housen. He's very evil. Tony, any uh, thoughts on Dan Housen? I kinda dig
1: him. I kinda of dig the uh the shtick. He doesn't take himself seriously, which I like. He's made it clear that he does this as a gimmick just to try to make money in pro wrestling, which I Okay. Like.
2: Well then you know what? i I change my tune. <laughs> and then yes, I like him.
0: It's very nice, very evil. That's it. I'm fucking so excited for this weekend. You have no idea. You should be. No idea. Feel free to use in my ring my ring of honor log and stuff. I won't have to I won't be watching. I'll be there live, so
1: Ooh, I hope you act like a dick and we see you on TV. That'd be awesome. I
0: was all over the Ring of Honor fucking uh, the free enterprise right in the front row with my Shining Wizards t shirt.
1: Is that when LSG said, What the fuck are you doing yeah, here?
0: Yeah, when he was after I yelled at him for getting on the top rope in a battle royal.
1: <laughs> what else we got?
0: Uh, Impact's gonna have fans at their next set of tapings right after Slam anniversary. Oh,
1: yeah. Fuck yeah, that's awesome.
0: That's right. Uh New Japan announced their first match for the USA tour on August fourteenth. It'll be Jay White against David Finlay.
1: You know what we say, Kevin. Fuck. What? fuck him Fuck Jay White. Fuck fuck him! You. fuck him, fuck
2: him. I don't say that. You say that.
1: F J W, fuck Jay White. Put
0: it on a t shirt. Uh also this weekend, New Japan Pro Wrestling is gonna have summer struggle. Uh, with the main event of night one being El Desperado defending the junior heavyweight title against Taji Ishimori. And the main event of night two is uh, Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. defending against Naito and Sonata, the IWGP heavyweight tag team titles. Uh, The main event for Wrestle Grand Slam at July 25th will be Shingo defending his IWGP World Heavyweight Championship against Kota Ibushi.
1: Can I ask you a question? You may. Sure. Is Shingo pissed off that it's a wor- like the world championship now? Is he one of these guys that wants to split the belts up or he I, doesn't give a fuck?
0: I have not heard if he is upset or not, but I will follow up with that next week. Just remind me.
1: All right. I mean, no big deal because I know all these other assholes like fucking uh, like uh, Okada was like, yeah, history. You fucking lost anyway, Dick. Shut up.
2: Matt, do you know what Nakanishi's name in WCW was?
0: Nakanishi
1: Kurosawa
0: <laughs> wow fucking
2: Tony did I get it right yeah of course you got oh it right God. idiot <laughs> what it was the question I didn't say Tony what was his name I said Matt what was his name
0: <laughs> Whoosh. uh we will be back in studio next week right Oh, and baby. We'll be back on the Zoom the week after because your kitchen's getting ripped apart, right? We
1: will, we will, yeah, because the basement's probably becoming our kitchen. So
2: I imagine Zoom will still be a part of our future.
0: Well, someone will be part of our future July 19th at 9 p.m. Who's that? You see him on NWA Power. Tony does not like his gear. Ooh. Is this, is this breaking? This is breaking. This just happened. Oh, shit. Tony, who do you say always needs to get new gear?
1: Oh, no fucking way. The Slice Man?
0: The Slice Man. Slice Bugs? Slice Slice Boogie, baby. Slice Boogie, July 19th, joining the Shining Wizards on the Zoom. Uh, Obviously, next week we are back in studio, so we will not have any guests. Before we get into games and lists and all this fun stuff, we have to talk about the Patriot Del Wilkes.
1: Yeah, unfortunately. And I hate ah, to bring yeah. it
0: up. I know it's always a bummer when somebody we grew up watching and somebody who's done the show passes away. Unfortunately, Dell had a heart attack and we lost him what, Thursday? Friday? Kevin sent a text message and I was like, "What the fuck?" Man. Yeah.
1: 59 years old. That's a fucking big sh- it's a shock, it's a bummer. Yeah. What else can we say?
2: I I don't know. He he was very he was a very outspoken guy. <laughs> in terms of what he believed in and stuff like that. So I don't, I never wanted to make it about that. He was just to us and maybe to you, Matt, more than, than me. And to, like, just such a good dude, man. Like just like a generous, generous dude, gave us time, sent us pictures, told us stories. Um, and, and what his story led to us talking to Taz and then Taz talking about that, like it just... It's so funny. We ate our shirts
1: in our deal with Taz, but something positive came out of it. We got the Del Wilkes. Uh, and it's because of Del, you're right. It's fucking unbelievable.
3: Yeah, I,
2: Again, just couldn't have been nicer to, to us. And I'm sure he's he was the same way with all his fans when he did conventions and things like that. It's Uh, such
1: a, it's such a bummer too. Like I got to meet him a few years ago when I went to go see uh, my favorite wrestler, Bruno, which I know Matt loves that story. And uh, he was there, got some pictures with him and uh, just, just always gracious with us. Always, always friendly with us. Got awesome pictures of him wearing the shiny wizard shirt, which was cool as hell. Got a great liner from him, which we opened the show with today. And uh, yeah, it's tough, man. Because like, like I was friends with him on Facebook, you know, he's got pictures with his grandkids and whatnot. He was just enjoying his life working at a car dealership now like he found good shit outside of wrestling after his career was over. Just a bummer man, 59 years old. That's fucking super young. Yeah. Sad. Rest in peace, Dell. We're going to miss you, buddy.
0: Watch some uh watch some Dell Wilkes stuff from the Attitude era when he came in and came And get in. the
1: documentary which I have an autographed copy by on on the shelf back here too. It's definitely Dude, I remember
2: when he like he showed up. Like his debut in WWE was like as cold a debut as you can get. He literally just walked on the stage next to like Ken Shamrock, Stone Cold, I think, or Sid or something like that to, to, to combat the Heart Foundation. Literally just walked on the stage, never being seen before by the WWE audience. And he got over, man, like from global to, to all Japan, to AWA as the trooper. I think he was called, that. think. could be wrong about that. But I think he was known as the trooper. Yeah. And then it oh god, WCW Stars and Stripes with Bagwell. Like I, I I remember him the most in his feud in Global with the Dark Patriot, which ended up being Eddie Gilbert, I think. So yep.
0: oh, I thought and, the Dark Patriot was Doug. It oh could have been Doug. Right. It could
2: have been Doug. Hundred percent could have been Doug. I just remember Gilbert being involved in it. But I just remember him from Global and then of course, the stuff and WWE against Brett and like the the, the flag on a pole match at that in-your-house, I think it was Ground Zero. I could be wrong about that, too. Just spitting shit out. <laughs> but,
0: ah, God. RIP, Del. I think you're right about Ground Zero, too, the the flag match. I think it was, because I think Vader was That might have been, like...
2: I think Vader was involved in something there, too. I don't know. Anyway, that's... That's a very, very tragic loss for us and his family, so we send our condolences to his family, his friends, and his fans.
0: All right. Um, Oh, baby. Where do you want to go from here, gentlemen? Do you want to do a list or games first?
2: Oh, let's do a list, baby. It's NWO week. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we are on the eve. Of the formation of the NWO in 1996 Bash at the Beach. So my list today is very NWO-centric. It is my personal, so you got to get inside my head. It's not the five best. It's my five favorite NWO moments of all time. Moments? Ooh moments not matches um incidents could be anything it's all encompassing and i'm talking all versions of the nwo nothing
0: even, is off limits even that can garbage start? even that garbage wwe nwo
2: matt i will save you the trouble there is not one moment from the wwe nwo okay. on this list can i start yes stevie roy becomes the leader of the nwo oh god get the fu- tony t- matt mute him please
0: what i don't have the power to mute him what uh
1: you said no. that was your favorite thing ever
0: that was pretty good i think i just said it to
2: humor booker uh stevie ray
1: oh well thanks you fucking lied to me for six years
2: that's right Whew. by the all way right. our guest tonight top five.
0: Oh, trish of was course. the bomb
1: I, that's why i didn't even ask yeah.
0: all right let's see top five kevin nwo moments uh and this involves all NWO members.
2: And I will I will preface that one of them I believe is prior No no, I think they're NWO at this point. Yeah, so yeah. All uh all and uh, go ahead Matt with your question.
0: Okay, so would it be like um would it be like DDP dressing up as LaParca and diamond cutting Randy Savage? Okay. Great great point.
2: I'm glad that you brought that up. No. And this is when the NWO was, like, on the top. It's not like they got – they're never on the bottom in this in, in this list. Okay. That's another whole list, of, by the way, in itself. Okay. Oh, this is going to be tougher than I thought for you guys.
0: I mean, the formation of the NWO at Bash at the Beach?
2: Matt? That is number three. All right. Believe it or not, Hogan as the third man is number three on the list. And everyone was like, well, how is that not number one? But because it's the formation. So it's not, it's not, it's an NWO moment, but it's, it's the very, very beginning. And I hope that the one that I picked as number one is actually, I think they're I'm pretty sure they're already in the VO. I, I looked it up. <laughs> t donk, I volley to you. Volley to Again, you, sir. All incarnations. Are rel- are acceptable in this list?
0: Hmm. <laughs> oh my god, I mean, Matt, just just go. No, no, I want thinking. Think, Tony's thinking. Thinking, thinking, thinking.
1: Hogan beating the giant to become the world champion.
2: Thought about it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> on the about list, it. but but I will tell you one of the people that you named. Is involved in the list. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan.
0: Can I get uh Can I get the fake sting at Fall Brawl '96?
2: You can't.
0: Dang. All right. Tell me, this is this is in my head. This is like
2: what I love.
0: Is it the introduction of Ted DiBiase as, as a member of the it, No, it's not.
2: No, this is gonna be tougher than I thought. It's <laughs> All right. So I mentioned someone being involved
0: in Tony's last year. Tony's had one fucking guess.
2: No, I said I said what he guessed one of them was in isn't is in the in the list as his time to shine. T Don? It's a pretty awesome moment.
0: Thinking, thinking, thinking. I don't want to steal your. Think of the two
2: participants in the match. One of them is obviously not Hogan, so it's the other one.
0: Is it the? You said on top, right? It's not the Giant beating Hogan, is it? Is it him joining the NWO?
2: Matt, it is the Giant joining the NWO. It was such an awesome moment, man. Everyone, the, the Dungeon of Doom is fighting. The horsemen are there. The giant comes in. They think he's going to just join the dungeon's fight. Nope. He slams Ming. He slams the Barbarian. And then he cuts the ridiculous promo at the stage that takes forever. And then they keep fighting, and he slips on the stairs. And it's incredible. So that is number two on my list. The giant joining the NWO.
1: Kevin Nash tossing Rey Mysterio into the trailer.
2: Tony, I'm going to give you that because that's a part of the entire moment of when Kevin Nash and Scott Hall completely destroy the roster outside at MGM Studios. And Ric Flair and Sting get in an ambulance at the same time when Arn Anderson and Bagwell are in there. Tony, that is number one, baby. Woo-hoo! Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Scotty Riggs gets hit with a freaking... A fire extinguisher or a garbage can, like a lawn dart, Zabisco says. That is number one, Tony. So we're only
0: missing two. No, you're missing three. No. Nope, f- two, 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 five two, two, five and four. Five and four. Uh, the formation of NWO Wolfpack. It's
2: so funny. Like, you have it written the exact way I said it, except for Wolfpack. So, No. The Wolfpack is not on there, but formation of NWO is on there, but just not Wolfpack.
1: So what number was that?
2: Is it red
0: and black? That's Wolfpack. There's two formations
2: on here. How about that?
0: Let's put that out there. NWO Hollywood? Mm, Is that a thing? NWO black and white?
2: Mm, No.
0: NWO B team? No. NWO Elite.
2: Matthew. I see I don't I don't think I can give this to you. It Isn't took NWO elite? What the I don't think I can give this to what you the though. Fucking I, young I, I, in I, it? I need it by name, Matt. I need it by like what it's known for.
0: What it's known for?
2: Like what the what the actual incident that led to that formation is known for.
0: The finger poke of doom? Yes, the finger
2: poke of doom comes in at number four. Where we form the NWO elite with Lex Luger, Scott Steiner, Scott Hall, Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Boffist of Bagwells. That is number four. I loved it. Everyone says that it led to the death of WCW. I disagree. I thought it led to the triumph of WCW.
0: All right. Number five, boys. Tony, we got one more. What do you got over? You got to have something over there, buddy.
1: Eric Bischoff calling out Vincent Kennedy McMahon.
0: That's a great one, but no. Eric Bischoff joining the NWO.
2: That's a great one, but no. Come on, boys. All incarnations. Is it a debut? It's not a debut. Okay. Uh, Get in my head, boys. Get in my head. It's not the best. It's just what I loved. Is it the Deliver Brett?
1: Spot promo?
2: What's that,
1: Tony? The deliver, deliver Spot promo.
0: Oh, no, that's a good one too, but no. <laughs> Is it Brett joining the NWO? Uh, he didn't
2: necessarily join that.
0: He got beat in what? He was hoodwinked into going to WCW and becoming a member of the NWO. No, all right.
2: You're close, but you're not in the right era, so I can't give it to you. Scott Steiner joining the NWO? Nope. Fuck. Come on, boys. All incarnations are included.
1: The formation of the LWO?
2: Oh, no. That would be a nice little curveball, though.
0: NWO 2000?
2: Tony, where's the bell? The NWO 2000. Being formed with Bret Hart, Scott Hawk, Kevin Nash, and by God, J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T. The NWO 2000. By far the most underrated NWO of all time. And if there were no injuries, that could have been dynamite. Wow. So there's the list, boys. Number five, NWO 2000 being, uh, being started. Number four, the finger poke of doom forming the NWO elite, which still led to the rest of the NWO still being around. Hogan being the third man starred in the NWO. The giant joining the NWO. The giant joining the NWO. And then number one, the lawn dart. Kevin Nash, Scott Hall destroying the backstage scene in WCW on Nitro. Boom!
0: Happy NWO week, everybody.
1: There you go. I like it.
0: So do I. And if you're going to watch anything this week on the Peacock, definitely watch that Bash at the Beach match, uh, because it's still awesome. Everything about it is awesome. Even with Heenan saying, yeah, but what side is he on? Just because if you were watching wrestling and you know Bobby Heenan's hate for Hulk Hogan, he... Excuse me. Always assumed yeah. Hogan was up to no good. I don't think it takes away anything from it. I love it. I watched that fucking promo after the match with Mean Gene too, brother. I watched the Nitro after, and
2: Sting cut the best promo I've ever seen. Sting cut ever. Say like, "No Hogan, you
3: stick it. You stick it, Hogan.
2: Stick it
1: up your ass, Hogan,
3: brother." I talk uh, doing games.
1: Welcome, everyone. It's time for this week's edition of Can You Beat That? No, it's not funny. Come on now. Give me some applause, people. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right, enough of that nonsense. (laughs) We're running out of time. We don't have time for the people to cheer because we know it's going to be great anyway. Folks, your returning champion, Kevin who defeated Matt last week, two games to one. Matt returning to try to get a little bit of comeuppance. Boys, are we ready to play? Can you beat that?
0: Yes. Yes, sir.
1: Uh, I don't know why this is lower. There we go. I mean, la, da, 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 da. All right. So since since Kevin won last week, I'm going to give Matt. Matt is praying. He's hoping he gets a good question. i um, going to give Matt the, uh, the volley for this first one. Matt? Got one question for you. Both questions have six possible answers. God, one is called football in one is called football out your choice.
0: Let's do football in
1: football in six possible answers. Matt at WrestleMania two at the Rosemont horizon. It was a battle Royal. Royal consisting of six of the NFL's finest against 14 of the WWF's greatest superstars, including one of my favorites of all time, Mr. Bruno San Martino. Matt, how many of the NFL players of the time that were in the WrestleMania 2 Battle Royal can you name? I have four. Kevin, Matt has four. The question to you, sir, is can you beat that?
4: Yeah.
2: How many? You said six. Six. I can do all six. Kevin
1: Matt is gonna uh, Matt. Kevin says he's gonna run the table. Excuse me, Kevin. The WrestleMania Two Battle Royal. There were six members of the NFL that participated as part of the twenty men in the field. All right, uh, six.
2: Are you ready? Refrigerator Perry.
1: William Perry. That's one. Bill Frailek Bill Frailek that's 2 Russ Francis Russ Francis is 3 Jimbo Covert Jimbo Covert is 4 Harvey Martin Harvey Martin is 5 Kevin you have one more to go Ernie Holmes Kevin Garifo runs the goddamn table 6 of 6 1 point <laughs> kjg literally
2: watched it yesterday
1: (laughs) impressive dude very impressive congratulations Uh, holy fucking shitballs dude
0: nice good polls
1: kevin the question to you for your second point if you can pull this off wrestlemania 11 where lawrence taylor wrestled bam bam bigelow he had six nfl stars as his second's to combat the million dollar corporation. How many of the six can you
2: name? Ah, oh, mama Mia. I wish I watched this yesterday. <laughs> uh, I can name two right now.
1: Kevin, Matt, uh, Kevin came in with a surprisingly low number two for this question.
2: Je- I got I have to think about this one for a little bit.
1: That's okay. So Matt, Kevin says two question to you is, can you beat that?
2: Hold on.
0: Nelly, come on, man. You got to get Nelly, out of
1: here. Nelly, stop fucking around, for God's sakes. All Hit right. her with PCO. She'll never come back.
0: All right. 11. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Right. Oh.
1: The current number is two. I got to go.
0: I got to go sex.
1: Wow, Kevin. Ted, tete. Matt says he can run the table with this one. Matt, six wrestlers, uh, six NFL players. Second in Lawrence Taylor in his match. Against uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, the leaders and the Million Dollar Corporation.
2: They've gone three right now, actually, but doesn't matter. He's going Max, six.
1: Whenever you're ready. All right, Mongo. Steve McMichael is one.
0: Uh, Ken Norton Jr.
1: Yeah.
0: Next two, Reggie White. Yeah. Reggie White is three.
5: That's
2: where Carl- I would have tapped out.
0: Carl Banks. Carl Banks is four.
2: Ooh, good pull.
0: Chris Spielman.
1: Chris Spielman is five. There's one left.
0: I can fucking see him. He played for the Saints. God damn it!
1: Come
2: on, Matt, you got this. I feel like you got this.
1: Kev, what was Ben? Bam- oh, what was uh, Lawrence Taylor's theme music? Was it Rick? <leans> Was it really? Oh no, it was. <laughs> what a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Sorry, Matt, you ready?
0: Ricky Jackson?
1: Holy fucking shitballs. We got two table runs tonight.
2: I don't know. He played the fact for the that Saints, He got right? the ones in the 90s and I got the ones in the 80s are ridiculous.
0: He played for the Saints, right? I don't As
1: know. You're absolutely
2: right.
0: I would have probably tapped out after Ken Norton Jr. All right. All right, we're tied.
1: <laughs> the final question, and I guess we'll give this to Matt for the tiebreaker.
0: I mean, Kevin won last week, so if he wants to go first.
1: All right, if you want to defer to Kevin, you have that so option. He's the
0: What's champion, the category? He's the champions Advantage, no?
1: No. I mean, if yeah, if look, it's it's your choice because you you're coming in as the challenger, but if you want to give it to Kevin, then then that's your option.
2: Champions Advantage, I think.
1: Let's see.
2: I, mean, I could always choose to defer. So,
1: Kevin, this question has twelve possible answers. Oh
4: God, mamma mia!
1: The category is Hall of Celebrity. Kevin, in the history of the WWE Hall of Fame, twelve celebrities have been inducted. How many of the twelve can you name?
2: Uh, see, I don't want to. This is gonna be tough because if I guess low, Matt's gonna probably run the table. Um, these are inductees into
1: the celebrity wing.
2: I think I could do. Now, does it does it say when the celeb, like the official celebrity wing, started? Or no? Does that is that not a question I can ask? I can ask. I can no?
1: tell you that the earliest inductee as a celebrity was two thousand
2: four. Oh, mama!
1: Give you that. That's about all I, can. I. I'm gonna
2: shoot. No, if I shoot for twelve and I get it wrong, I'm done, right? Yeah, of course. That's the way it yeah.
1: works. Uh, just you
3: know,
2: you
1: know, fine print. Something um, weird.
2: I'll go with eight.
1: Matt. Kevin says he can name eight of the 12. The question to you is, can you beat that?
0: I can go nine.
1: Ooh, Kev, Matt didn't go for the Monty just like you thought he would. He went for nine. So the question to you, uh, sir.
2: Is- I got to trying to write the ones that I know that I have before I forget them.
1: Well, that, I mean that's a good strategy, of course. We are at nine. Matt says t- nine of. Nah, I mean, he's
2: gonna he's gonna end up getting there.
1: Well, maybe maybe the sooner you give us a response, the uh, the more pressure you'll put on him. But
2: we're at nine. We're at nine. Um, I'll go to 10.
1: Matt, Kevin's up to 10. Question to you, sir. Your eyebrow looks so weird. Mushing on the microphone, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> no, you can keep it there. Just like, just an observation. <sighs> 10, Matt. I know it's, it's tough. We're getting, we're getting you know, close to that 12.
0: I'm going to say 11. Just so uh, if Kevin wants to do it, he has to name them all.
1: Whoa, I kind of like the way this is going. I would not want to be K Dog in this situation, though. K Garf, K Jizzle, Kevin Garifo. Matt says he can name 11. Got two choices you can beat that, or you can let Matt try to run it. Ikea. Kevin in deep thought right now. While he's in deep thought, we want to remind you that you've been listening to The Shining Wizards. Next week, we are Studio A. And two weeks from tonight, NWA's own Slice Boogie. Love the guy. World of talent. Needs some better tights. But we'll ask him about that, maybe. Unless I'm, I'm not- going to... Sorry, Tony. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. You're good.
2: I don't think I can do 12. So, I think I'm going to have to let Matt try to do it he's gonna do it but I, I can't i can think of 12 off the top of my head matt let not in go the,
1: in the history of the wwe hall of fame there have been 12 celebrities inducted into the celebrity wing of course you said you can name 11 whenever you're ready start naming drew carey drew carey that's one
0: mr t and his mama
1: well, Mr. T, that's two. Ah, that's wrong. It's the wrong answer.
0: Stop. I don't have Mr. T's mama on the list. His you? mama's not on the list. It was a joke. Somebody, somebody Oh, calls. I get it, but uh,
2: if you win, I'm taking that as a technicality.
1: <laughs> you fucked yourself, Matt.
2: The Trump the Trumpster.
1: The forty fifth president of the USA, number three.
0: Uh Mike Tyson.
1: Mike Tyson is four.
0: Pete Rose. Pete Rose is five. Uh this year was Ozzy, right?
1: ozzy osborne number six ah,
2: i would not have gotten ozzy
0: uh he's oh no i'm gonna skip that because i might be wrong about that uh arnold arnold that's what's um, bob
1: Eucher. bob Eucher. that's eight
0: william shatner
1: william shatner is number nine
0: William Refrigerator Perry.
1: William Refrigerator Perry is number 10. Ah, he was
2: in a match though.
1: So is Drew Carey. Yeah.
2: So them should be negated.
1: Two matches. We'll take
0: it up with the <laughs> WWE, Kevin. That, that's a good
2: point.
1: <laughs> two possible answers left. You only need one of them. This is for the second point and the win for this week's can you beat
0: that? <clears throat> I've two names written down. Make
1: the, sure you pick the one that's on there.
0: They're both magi- magi- musicians, magicians. <laughs>
2: <laughs> one's a magician, one's a musician. Magicians.
0: Uh, I'm going to go just based off of his music being linked to all those awesome videos during that 04, 05, 06, 03, Kid Rock. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good Ladies one
1: Ladies and gentlemen, your winner, two points to one Stealing it away from the KJG this week Matt wins it, 11 out of 12 Do any of you guys want to wager a guess as to the number 12 person?
0: I have Lawrence know? Taylor, is
2: Lawrence Taylor in?
1: Lawrence Taylor is not
0: in I had one more name written down and I didn't know if he was in or not Who'd you have? Is it Snoop?
1: Of course it was Ah, he Snoop, yeah, do. Snoop's in Wow uh, very impressed with the two of you tonight. Very impressed. I thought I was making these questions
0: harder.
2: Nah, huh. I literally, I literally stumbled upon WrestleMania two yesterday just for the, to watch that match, that Battle Royal.
0: For the amount of times I shit, this is my Bible in the bathroom. <laughs> of course it is. My Inside the Ropes Wrestling Almanac, and I literally just look at numbers and names while I poop.
1: Well, good for you. It paid off.
0: Yeah, and then next week, can we? Can, we're playing for the belt next week, right?
1: Oh, you guys want to play for the belt? We could do that.
0: Ooh. One of us can actually take it home with us.
1: I'm I'm going to have to bring my fucking A plus game next week because my A game was not good enough. But yes, we can absolutely do that. You want to, You want to name it now? We want to put that out there for the Shining Wizards Championship. It'll be Matt versus Kevin.
2: All right, whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll it, be, look, it'll be fun. We'll be in studio and one of us can take the title back with us to our respective uh, houses for the next Zoom show before Tony's kitchen gets finished. And then we can bring it back to the studio and then we could do like a thing. You know, maybe Tony can challenge for it and one of us can come up with the questions. That's true.
1: Ooh, yeah. Matt.
0: Tony, you should be involved in this.
1: I think. I am. I'm, I'm the hostess with the mostest, folks. That's true. Matt, well, can we run through some plugs and get the fuck out of here? Plugs.
0: I don't have any plugs to run through At Wizards Podcast on all social media platforms At TrishaDora202 On Twitter and Instagram Give her a follow She was an excellent guest tonight We are back in studio next week, July 12th Be sure to tune in on Facebook RantiumRadio.com We are going to have a humdinger of a time I cannot wait Uh, I hope you guys are excited as I am Oh boy Kevin, any comedy?
1: Oh. beverages provided by elementary brewing that's our buddy ryan arthur the dark helmet himself elementary.com i know we plug him every week we can't plug him enough for all the awesome shit that he does for us thank you ryan in advance love you brother are we done that's it
2: yeah uh, no i got i got comedy to promote i got a show
1: oh, Hey, dude promote it
2: i'm actually gonna be on a podcast tomorrow uh, a,
4: dude.
2: So I'm excited about that. Uh, Edward Choke, one of the comics I meant that in Atlantic City, is going to have me on his show. And uh, I can't wait for that. I wish. I didn't, let me find the name of it real quick. Let me find the name of it real quick. But then Wednesday night at the Oak Barrel Pub, baby, back at West barrel. Orange, bringing it back to the home turf comedy free. It's a free show. It's going to be incredible. And I, I can't wait to, to have you all there with me. It's going to be a lot of fun um comedy is great we're back we're doing it so once i uh, figure out what the name of this podcast is which is i'm a terrible person um and if,
1: you didn't, if you didn't check it out last week while kevin looks uh matt was on the apron bump podcast it was a fucking hilarious episode i fucking laughed my nuts off 400 times during the fucking hour and 20 minutes it's fucking great uh by the way ringside rant plugging them they had uh the first interview with big demo this week killian dane who was just released. So. Make sure you check that out and check out all the shows, all the guys that we plugged earlier from the Shining Wizards Network. Good times, great hits. Suck my,
0: <laughs> suck my fucking cock. I'll be in Baltimore Sunday for the Ring of Honor pay per view. If you want to try and interact with me, I can. If I don't, you don't. I don't know. Usually, I don't want to talk to people, but it, you know, by that point in the night. I may have had just enough drinks where I will be a social butterfly. Butterfly. Butterfly.
1: Butterfly. Butterfly. Butterfly.
2: I follow- think it's called Comics on Cannabis. I think is the name of the podcast, which is Help. weird because I don't do either.
1: Kevin doesn't partake in any of that stuff. Uh,
2: <laughs> But anyway, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I had a great time with these guys and gals over the weekend two weeks ago. So it's going to be fun.
0: And be sure to tune in Wednesday night for the Mark Order podcast where I'll be yoking it up with those guys again next Monday back in studio. Do not miss the show. There won't be any lagging. There won't be any technical issues. It'll just be us.
1: Well, well, yeah, I mean, yeah hold on. It's yeah. <laughs> got to make sure everybody figure it out. the
0: first time in a long time that we've gotten together to do a podcast. So I'm super excited and I hope you will join us, too. Until, See you next until, week. Till then. Good night, Gracie. Hey, oh, Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt. <laughs> I stole his throwbacks,
1: ninth anniversary this Friday. Don't miss it.
0: Hopefully, I mean Charlie they did. might. Who knows? If Phil can't catch the bus, he might miss the whole thing. And Kevin at
2: Kevin Greefell at Johnny
0: Homeboy needs to stop posting what he's eating on Instagram. Every time I look at it, I just think he's just gonna have shit in his pants.
1: Well, every time he's talking he's eating,
0: isn't he? <laughs> that's a joke I would have made but not expected Well, oh, you, you stole my lines I had to steal your bit too ah yes that's Right. alright we'll be back next week have fun stay safe
4: see ya
2: peace out people